Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag3, whoever he is. Get your quad fascist ass out of here! Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. You are a terrific team on all counts. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this is is the Matt and Blonde Show. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international over depression. Bitch, you got coronavirus. Today, the Trump Organization on notice. The New York Attorney General has joined the Manhattan District Attorney in its criminal investigation. Just because it's an organizational prosecution does not mean human beings in that organization can't go to prison. My message to the Trump family who are officers in the organization today is it's time to separately lawyer up. If they can show systemic fraud, knowledge, intent, no fiduciary responsibility mechanisms in place, just no one really caring. And if the intent goes to the top, you're going to see people go to prison. Walls are closing in on him. I think the walls of, of justice are closing in on President Trump. All the walls closing in on him. Everybody he talks to says the walls are closing in. I think he's feeling the wheels, the, the, the walls closing in on him. I doubt it. You are fake news. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. Very fake news. Go back to where you come from, okay? All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Also, big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. So congratulations <laughs> to both of you. You're awesome. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show, frankly the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do, I'm told. This is the Matt and Blonde Show. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. The further we get into this movie review bit, the more relieved I am that I'm not just an irrational hater, which was the (laughs) worry upon week one, Tremors, dipping our toes into this idea. But I've discovered that I am, in fact, capable of film enjoyment. Alien was the movie this week. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. But uh, I can say it was another one that I enjoyed watching. So I, I'm just happy to report that uh, I'm not sitting around looking for reasons to hate things, which I was kind of worried. I kind of psyched myself out and everyone's love of Tremors had me in that mental space for a little bit. So <laughs> thank God that's not the case. Of course, um. We got a lot of news to cover way before then. The uh, the walls are still closing in on Trump uh, just because he's out of office doesn't mean they're going to stop going after him, of course. In fact, they have new ways to go after him now. Ugh. The New York AG and the Manhattan DA are teaming up in a criminal investigation of the Trump organization. Now, what does that mean? There aren't any more specifics. That's all you get. But still, <laughs> your usual pundits will tell you this means people are going to jail uh, you'll see this time. You'll all see. Ugh, what a waste of time. 
The uh, body cam footage of Andrew, the Andrew Brown police shooting in North Carolina was released, uh, at least in part this week. And there will be no charges for the sheriff's deputies who shot him because, um, like is often the case, they shot him for a reason, which in this case was uh, he drove his car at officers trying to evade arrest. We'll take a look at what we can see in the footage that was released. And then uh, we're actually going to get to this earlier before that stuff. But uh, a a four-year-old boy is kidnapped on camera and later murdered, presumably by the same guy, in an absolutely horrible and mysterious case out of Dallas. We'll talk about that momentarily. The, uh, The lab origin theory for coronavirus is gaining so much steam that even Dr. Fauci is open to it now. When uh, Dr. Fauci will be banned from social media for for uh, contradicting the WHO remains to be seen. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Does Dr. Fauci actually have Twitter? Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never hear I, of him tweeting. I probably would have replied to him talking shit by now if he did. Maybe he doesn't even have it. I don't know. And we have hoax hate to close. And then, of course, we have the alien review at the end as well. Uh, and we will check in with Super Chats on YouTube, Tippy Stream, Trovo, and DLive in between topics. Ten bucks and up on the sun- on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. We'll take as many as we can until 11.30 p.m. Eastern, so get them in early if you'd like them read. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com. Don't forget the show store is up and running. We have t-shirts, we have mugs, we have hats, we have it all. Plus, we have special deals from friendly listener-owned businesses as well. And this week's feature business is a brand new one that I'm very excited about, and that's Two-Way Jerky Company. The Second Amendment Jerky Company is a small business founded on a simple idea. Support the Second Amendment by producing the best beef jerky available. A portion of every purchase will be donated to an organization that fights to protect our Second Amendment rights. The Second Amendment Jerky Company believes that freedom comes with an inherent responsibility of protecting it for the next generation. There are many ways to support the Second Amendment, but the most delicious way is by going to 2ajerky.com and ordering yourself some of the best beef jerky money can buy. I had some myself. Can confirm. It is excellent. Enter the code matt 10 to get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Plus, all orders from 2A Jerky Company ship for free. Also, if you operate a store and you're interested in selling Second Amendment Jerky Company products, you can find out more at 2ajerky.com. That's 2ajerky.com to support the second promo code MATT10 for 10% off. You can find everything you need from 2A Jerky Company. Plus, Other great offers from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Charity Swipes, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Hero Soap Company, and more at mattchristiansonmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Got a little bit of uh, some news just on the uh, production front here. Uh, And that is many people were, when we got banned off of YouTube last month for the the Cure talk. Can I even say the C word? (laughs) Don't say it. It's over. We were offline. Now. Careful. Thanks. You know, somebody tricked you, I think, in a super chat the other week with a, a cure band reference. One got through, but we didn't get dinged for it. So oh, did, but did we not even notice? <laughs> we didn't until my wife told me after the facts, you know, someone super chatted about the cure, of the band and you guys read it. You didn't even pick up on it. Oh, man. Oh, we got to watch out for band references. Oh, anyway, 
after that suspension, a lot of people didn't even know. A lot of people thought I just took a week off or I died or the show disappeared. A lot of people didn't even know where it was. And they said, hey, it'd be great if you had a newsletter uh, system so that you could just notify me because I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on, you know, whatever, right. whatever social media. So I know it's taken me a little longer than it probably should have, but I do have that built into the website now. So if you go to mattchristiansonmedia.com slash newsletter or just go to the homepage at the bottom of it, you'll find two newsletter signups. And there are two because there are two different purposes here. The first one is a weekly content newsletter that'll go out. Every Sunday night after the stream, I'll just send out an email that's got all the week's content right there for you if you missed. Plus, if there's any deplatforming, I'll include that in that weekly newsletter. Um, and if you don't want the weekly content, if you don't want an email every week, but you want to know about deplatforming, so there's a separate sign up for that. So just deplatforming's notifications. I won't email you unless we get banned on something and you need to know about it. So you can sign up on the website again, the homepage bottom bottom of the page will get uh, that to you and i'm going to start sending out the weekly newsletters starting june 6th so it won't be tonight it won't be next sunday but in june i'll be putting these together each sunday night for you nice so pre appreciate the patience as well i know it took a little bit but you know we all got stuff to do <laughs> uh remember pink polo man and his uh, Rambo-style AR-15 and his wife with the pocket pistol. But yeah, apparently, this is so great. I think he's going to win. I, I was curious how you would react to his ad, which we'll get to in a moment. Because I'm kind of into it, but I thought maybe you would think it was cringe. A little cringe. So, but this is a bold move on his part. I like it. It, it shows that he has balls. So um, everybody remembers the McCloskeys. They were on the porch of their, their St. Louis uh, property with their with their guns and the Black Lives Matter mob is marching by and allegedly threatening them and all that. Now, they, of course, live in St. Louis. And in, the, in 2022, the uh, Missouri will have an open Senate seat because of the retirement of incumbent Senator Roy Blunt. Mm -hmm. So pink polo man Mark McCloskey has announced he is running for that seat. And here's he, he released a bunch of campaign ads. Here's a, a little bit of one of them. When the angry mob came to destroy my house and kill my family, I took a stand against them. Now I'm asking for the privilege to take that stand for all of us. I will never back down. Our nation is under attack. Big tech, big business, the swamp in D.C. are all working together to destroy our God-given freedom, our culture, and our heritage. When was the last time a politician defended you? defended America, stood between you and the mob. My name is Mark McCloskey, and I'm running for the United States Senate to defend our homes, the great state of Missouri, and this great nation. Okay, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm into, into it. it. I am. Yeah. I uh, I don't know what his prospects are, but I, like you were saying, I think it's bold of him not just to run for office, but to run for office openly on the platform of, yeah, <laughs> I'll stand up to the mob. Reminder, he's facing criminal charges. I'll get to that in a right. moment. Yeah. Criminal charges for that day. So yeah. for someone to say, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I don't care if I'm facing criminal charges. Yeah, I'd do it again. Yeah, I'll stick up for your right to do it. That's a damn good message as far as I'm concerned. As of now, if he was running in my state, I would seriously consider voting for him. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as the other prospects and and, and his prospect for winning, there are three other Republicans declared. Eric uh, Greetens. 
the former Missouri governor of two years. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but uh, that's his name. And Eric Schmidt uh, as well, who's the current Missouri attorney general and former state treasurer. And then there's Rick Combs, a retired Air Force officer and former candidate for governor. He ran for governor as a libertarian, but he's declared in this race as a Republican. So far, no Democrats that I've seen have declared to face McCloskey if he made it to the general election in 2022. Uh, so it's it's too early to say with any certainty uh, what will happen. But those I don't given that I don't know who any of those people are. Maybe they're huge names in Missouri. Yeah. I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah, you're and you have Missouri connections and you don't necessarily know. those. I names. mean, I haven't been there in like 10 years, but yeah, I grew yeah. up there. So I got to think that just on name recognition and personality recognition, maybe he has a real shot here uh, as far as the, the yeah. status of the case and how that will play into this. Uh, Mark and Patricia McCloskey are still facing felony charges for unlawful use of a weapon. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner was dismissed from the case in December because she That's had right. fundraised uh, for reelection on the case. She sent out an email that had <clears throat> McCloskey's face or had the McCloskey case and was fundraising on the basis of I'll put these people in jail. Basically. Yeah. So she was dismissed from the case. Um, and then uh, Missouri Governor Mike Parson has said he will certainly pardon the McCloskeys if they're convicted. Parson will be in office until after the 2024 election. The trial is scheduled to begin in November. It will almost certainly be concluded within Parson's term. So any penalty for the McCloskeys, I think, is highly unlikely. But they can't do any dubious delay. I don't know. You would think maybe they would strategize around the governor's term if they had an opportunity to do that. But he'll be running for senator well before the end of Mike Parson's term. I just don't see it lining up for the prosecution of the McCloskeys. I don't think this case is going anywhere for them. Missouri has a bit of a unique political climate because white people are really worn out uh, because Ferguson happened, happened there. And so they've just been dealing with the fallout of all of this longer than the rest of the country. It's kind of ground zero for black nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's been nonsense of a variety of, uh, of a variety of races, I would say. But uh, yeah, point <laughs> we, we, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of riot behavior. I, I will grant that for sure. Um, and actually, he's of Americans. Yeah. And St. Louis. um is look St. Louis has long been a uh, one of the murder capitals of the country, but 2021 is looking particularly rough in that regard too. No, so shocking. I know. Uh, David Hogg is apparently transforming into a lesbian. That's about all I can say about this kid. He's a very busy man, refreshing his look. I guess last we checked in, he had to abandon his Good Pillow project after taking a uh, talking a bunch of shit rather about Mike Lindell and promising the world about his forthcoming, successful, <laughs> profitable, progressive pillow company. And then it wasn't to be because he said he didn't have enough time to put into this Good Pillow project and he quietly let it die. And Good Pillow is apparently so incompetent they can't even remove David Hogg from the website that they said took uh. them weeks to build. But it looks like it took about 10 minutes. He's still on the website. David Hogg. There's a stupid face. <laughs> safe to say good pillow is dead so but david hogg doesn't have time for good pillow he's a successful activist who's going to harvard except for he has time to appear on the young turks with jank and talk about how crazy people like marjorie oh. taylor green shouldn't have guns why because david hogg just says they shouldn't have guns speaking of shameful uh, people in congress uh, you had a suggestion for Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, recently. What uh, la limit her access to guns? Uh, tell me more about that. Why and what do you mean? 
I mean, I, you know, I think it's pretty obvious somebody that's chasing Congress, you know, members and even, you know, I was just 18 years old at the time like that, you know, saying I have, you know, basically implying that they were ready to shoot me um, or shoot other people when they were talking about how they have a concealed weapon and things like that. I don't think anybody like that should necessarily have a gun. Now, realistically, do I think anything's going to happen? No, because unfortunately, I think we wait for really bad stuff to happen until we're, you know, legislators get the courage to act, unfortunately, a lot of the time. Bruh. Now, uh, friend of the show, uh, Michael Schlecht. We were uh, we were messaging about this earlier in the week. He said he looks like a lesbian Peter Brady. I thought the likeness was there. I think it's pretty close, but there are some other strong comparisons as well. So Adam Lanza, did anyone say that? Oh, not Adam. I should have hit that. Well, I have a, I have a bunch of nominees. Consider these. A lot of the time. Bruh, look at this dude. (laughs) Wait till you see the. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Top of his head. <laughs> Look at his lips. Oh gosh. I like Afro Dorito the best. I think he is That's an good, Afro man. Dorito. He's got uh, a crazed look in his eye, though. <laughs> well, no, he's sane. He's so sane. Only he should have guns. Nobody oh, yeah. else. Yeah. Also, I, I, is he signaling to the Boogaloo Boys with this shirt? That's a fair yes, question to ask. He absolutely is. James also sent it to him direct. He got that shirt from James. Um, now to the to David's points. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, lover or hater, not a convicted criminal. She right. is. She's never been adjudicated mentally defective, as far as I understand. She's never been committed to a mental institution, as far as I understand. Even if you think she's a little bit nutty, the slope of revoking rights based on subjective personal view of nuttiness is awfully slippery. Mm-hmm. And. I, there's just as credible a case to make based on his appearance alone. David Hogg should have every last one of his rights revoked right now. <laughs> yeah, he looks really. nutty to me, but I, I get so tired of this. I was just 18 and Marjorie Taylor Greene was chasing me around and threatening me about her con- with her concealed carry permit. OK, you dude, mean you were an adult? Like what? He you- was then yeah. we watched that clip on the show. He was 18 at the time. He wasn't just walking around. He was at the Capitol building lobbying for gun right. control. Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was a private citizen at the time. He, he references her as a congresswoman here. Yes, she is now. She was not at the time you're complaining about. She was just a lady walking around saying, hey, David, why do you want to disarm <laughs> women like me? I have a concealed carry permit. That was the nature of her commentary. Yeah. It wasn't a threat. It was like, that's how I protect myself is through concealed carry. Why do you want to disarm me? And and David for David Hogg to keep running this, I'm just a kid, or I was just a kid. You were 18 at the time. You're 21 Forever. now. Is he really? He's already 21. He's 21. Three years of David Hogg. If we've been dealing with this asshole, four years, right? St- he was just go after kids. You're not a kid, <sighs> dude. You're a public figure, adult who is politically active by choice. Were you held yeah. captive and put on the Young Turks? No you, one's you making the, you do this. Enter the arena. You're in the game, dude. That's the way it is. Yep. Uh, and this bit about, oh, we, we just wait. We just wait for something to happen to intervene. Yeah, it's uh, it's called freedom. We don't take <laughs> away people's rights based on what they haven't done, what we worry they will do, that we don't punish pre-crime. And just to remind you, as far as I'm still aware, this is Harvard student David Hogg, who still has no concept of how the Taking American those legal Zoom system classes. works. Yeah. Paying $50,000 a year to, or a semester to take Zoom classes. Did he get a scholarship? For all I know, maybe he got a full ride. That's the state of this oh, country. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe he did. 
I'm just a kid at Harvard, David Hogg. Yeah, good for you, man. Tell me about the um, the Molly Tibbetts trial. I, I wanted to read about this this week. I didn't have a lot of time, but you, you think about trials that get all the attention, like uh, the Derek Chauvin trial. We had an illegal alien, allegedly, or that's the nature of the trial, allegedly kill uh, Molly Tibbetts. 20, when did that happen? 2018, 2019? This was the Iowa girl who was out it jogging. Was 2018, yeah. And and this illegal alien allegedly abducts her and murders her. And this is sort of we've, yeah, all, we've yeah. all kind of forgot about it. But the trial has started now this week. It started it started this week. And I was yeah. like, oh, well, there was a full confession. So this should be a relatively open and shut case. But uh, the cops very seriously screwed the pooch on this. So it might be a little bit more complicated than we all anticipated. So this has been delayed for years. Like, why is why is it taking? Why has it been taking so long? It's happened in 2018. And for a refresher, although I'm sure my audience doesn't need it. um, Molly Tibbetts was this 20 year old college student at University of Iowa. And Rivera was a 26 year old illegal immigrant. He was a dairy farm worker nearby. And she disappeared while she was out jogging and police later found home surveillance video uh, showing his car, this uh, Christian. Is it Chris Christian? It's spelled I really just say weird. Christian. It's is it Christian? It, I'm going with that because it's too hard to say otherwise. Rivera. Yeah, he had Chris a really distinctive Finn? car. <laughs> Christian. Christian. Uh, <laughs> just yeah, Christian's good following her while she was jogging. Apparently she told him to fuck off. She was going to call cops. And then uh, he blacked out and woke up and her bloody body was in um, his trunk. And she was, she had been raped. He said, he didn't remember anything. He, he had, uh, you know, it was a full confession situation. Of course he initially denied it, but later admitted to it because he was like, Oh, I was just following her because I thought she was attractive. And then her bloody body just ended up in the trunk of my car. So he was questioned for 11 hours and, Uh, It seemed like this was going to be open and shut, but his confession was nearly thrown out because the police officer who acted as a translator during his questioning later admitted that she read his Miranda rights from memory and forgot the part. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Wow. Yeah, I know. So that could get the entire confession (laughs) tossed? No, no. So the judge eventually re- reached a split decision on what would be admissible in the case. Mm. The blood evidence in the trunk um, admissible because he'd signed a Spanish consent form and 11 hours of questioning at the police station were deemed admissible because Rivera hadn't been in custody at that time. He was there voluntarily. Um, the doors were unlocked and he still had his cell phone during that time. However, police took him into custody later that night when they got the results of the blood evidence from his car. That's when the Miranda warning was issued. So everything past that point is inadmissible. Thank God that they just happened to question him (laughs) before they read him. The confession preceded the Miranda rights. Yeah, that yeah. seems he was awfully there. odd, but sure. Well, yeah. he was there voluntarily. Right. Okay. They weren't like you were taking you into custody. He wasn't. He was yeah, like, he wasn't in. He wasn't detained. He wasn't uh, yeah. arrested at that point. By a sheer stroke of luck, and based on his own Mexican stupidity, and he didn't know that he had to ask for a lawyer. Um, his confession is going to be admissible, but like, hey, really fucked up. This this was almost a total disaster. And then the blood evidence, of course, was going to be admissible no matter what. Okay. And then the I read in the story here, the trial is expected to conclude within two weeks time or so. So we might have an answer on uh, what uh, what what the conviction or acquittal is here very shortly. What are the charges he faces? Um, I don't know. I'm sure some kind of murder charge, but I just 
he was following her, so it must be first degree murder. Yeah, right? let me see. Uh, let me see if I can find the specific charge. It doesn't matter that much. First degree murder. Yeah, because he was following her. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we shall see what happens. We'll keep you updated on that one. And if you're interested in the trial, just like um, I'll link this story in the uh, description, but just like the Derek Chauvin trial, they've been live streaming this. So if you want to watch this, you can watch it just the same as that one. And uh, we will keep an eye out for a result. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, oh, this is even worse. Wish I had a way to keep it lighter, but this story is is absolutely insane. So a four-year-old abducted from his bed on home footage, like security footage, basically. And I, I, I'm so confused by so many pieces of this story. Explain it to me, and I have the, I have the footage, the actual footage of the kidnapping uh, whenever you're ready. I don't even know if I can watch again. It's so upsetting. So this... Suspect has been arrested for breaking into a Dallas home, kidnapping a sleeping four-year-old boy who was later found dead on a street. The child suffered multiple fatal wounds from what a police say was an edged weapon. I assume it was just a knife, right? An edged weapon? I guess they can't really tell. Blade of some kind, yeah. He was identified um, as Cash Gernon. Gernon. Um, so he was sleeping when the suspect, 18-year-old uh, Darren Brown went into his home through a back door and kidnapped him. And two hours later, well, yeah, two hours later, his body was dumped on a Dallas street and was actually found by a jogger, like a black jogger. I was going to say, I didn't want to make too much light of this story because it's horrific. And we'll get to some more of the details. But silver lining, jogger redemption, discovered by a, a good Samaritan jogger of color. So, yeah, she said that she spotted the dead child and she thought it was the body of a dog and he was only wearing a pair of bottoms, which were shorts. And he was like covered in ants. It's so this is the, the description of the discovery of the body is horrific, as you'd expect. Horrific. Yeah. Um, so this guy who clearly did it uh, is now charged with kidnapping and theft in connection to Cash's death. Baffling. So He's not murder charges on- yet. No, no charges in the death. Just the taking right, of the child right and then the forensics haven't come back on the kid we're going to talk some theories we're going to speculate wildly about this um but maybe we should watch this security here is yeah there's no sound on this or at least minimal sound i don't have any in here i think but okay so this is roughly 5 a.m at the home of the child the child is sleeping in this crib like bed here and what's what's especially strange to me obviously we have our kidnapper here he walks up and he kind of looks around, but he's on the phone. And if you watch the surveillance footage, he's on the phone for quite some time, standing there talking to someone before he ultimately decides to take the child. And he does it even kind of slowly, almost reluctantly. Eventually, he does take the kid. He comes back two hours later. And this is even stranger because you've got this other child, younger brother, in the same bed. At 7 a.m. too. That's a really... Bold time to be breaking into somebody's house. You can see it's obviously bright out. There's a yeah. bunch of light coming through the windows. And he looks like he wants to take this kid too, but for whatever reason, box and leaves without taking this second child. You can see he's just kind of poking around, looking at the kid, but decides he's not going to do this and turns around and walks away. And there's the kid kind of moving around. And then shortly thereafter, the kid is actually up and looking around. My God, it's so terrible. So that was his twin. Um, and yeah, well, they're not, e- not even younger brothers. They're the same same age then. 
I think they were twins. My I don't know. I don't know the relationship. Of, uh, oh, maybe I just assume that. Um, I have no idea. Anyway, so these boys, it, all the articles say guardian. So I wonder if they were in foster care or something. Um, oh, yeah, they are twins. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the guardian uh, told Daily Mail that Brown is the brother of her older son's friends. Okay. So a relationship with the kidnapper. But she does not know why he targeted the toddlers. But I think that she might be talking about another foster kid. And then Child Protective Services removed the brother from the guardian's house, which I also thought was really strange. The the other brother who wasn't kidnapped. Yeah. Okay. So th- this is what's this is what gets me about all of this is I just think there's so much here that there's got to be something here that we're not seeing. The fact that he's on the phone talking to somebody, who is he talking to? We were, yeah. you were saying on Skype, you know, sometimes criminals, when something bad happens, they call a relative or they call a friend to sort of decompress and process what's happened. This happened before he before, did it, which yeah. implies to me, it's less about processing a horrible event and more about plotting it. Yeah. So I, there's got to be somebody else. In, and then if if the kids aren't at, if they're in some sort of custody away from their parents or there's a guardian here for a reason or if there was removal of children because of CPS prior, that implies to me that there's some kind of sketchy parenting situation going on. Again, yeah. I can't say any of this as a matter of fact. It's just what we just watched is so odd. I, there's got yeah. to be some serious factors in play in this case that we haven't seen yet. People involved that it's we don't really yet understand. Bizarre. Right. I mean, my initial reaction was before I, I knew that there was a guardian involved. I was thinking, well, forensics will tell us whether or not he was sexually abused. And I think that's going to be really key because I was thinking, well, he came and got this boy and then something happened. The, the boy was being too loud and, and then he killed him and then he still, you know, had that urge. And so he went back for the other kid, but then he didn't take him and. I don't know. I just there's definitely something that we that we don't know about this. It's so mm. upsetting, though. You know, this is if the shoe were on the other foot too, black people would be melting down. Well, if the races were reversed in this case, this would certainly be a much bigger story. What was the name of the guy, the kidnapper again? Do you have um, Dar Daryl something really black? Let me see. Uh, <laughs> Darren 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 Darren, Darren, but it's spelled really stupid. Darren Brown. I just oh, want to see Darian? if there are. Obviously, the investigation is ongoing. Um, but yeah, I don't think we yet have any charges against him for the killing itself. Um, but that could right. change. That could change on a moment to moment notice. Obviously, the headlines on this are coming out quickly. So this this but the why kidnapping they itself already happened. know that it was first degree murder. I assume they're I, I assume that's part of what they're doing in the investigation, because this just happened last weekend. Right. This happened late Saturday night, yeah, I think, early but it Sunday would be- morning first degree murder because he was obviously kidnapped. He got charged with the kidnapping. And if the kid died in connection with another felony, wouldn't, wouldn't he also get charged with first degree murder? It depends on the the statutes of Texas. And I don't know what they have to say about that, but there was something in this article about, um, well, I'm, I'm sort of speculating here, so I should probably keep it moving because I'm not, I, I, I'm not totally familiar with every detail of this case so far, but police had said, there was something in this story. You tell me if you know. Police had said that they believe him to be the killer, or that they they know Alleged based on something killer. that he's. Because the only thing I could think of is what if he, if if there if I believe that there's a plot going on here, which it seems like mm-hmm. the phone call implies. Maybe he's not the person who actually killed the child. Maybe that's somebody else. 
Yeah, I mean, but, and then the other thing we talked about is, is it possible it's some, some, some sex trafficking thing? Yeah, you wonder. What deal is he making on that phone? Who is he talking to? What sort right. of organization is going on here? We, we'll have to wait to see. Um, but a very strange case for sure. And um, we will keep you updated when we learn more information. Anyway, um, moving on to real crimes, of course. The financial crimes and the hush money of the trump organization oh my god so good old uh new york attorney general Letitia james who is supposed to be working on the investigation of uh andrew cuomo's uh or did she get relieved of that i forget what the status of the andrew cuomo sexual assault <laughs> allegations are or at least um, improper sexual acts uh, and and moves and stuff anyway uh, the New York AG is now teaming up with the Manhattan district attorney to investigate Donald Trump's businesses uh, or his business, rather the Trump organization quote in a criminal capacity. That's all the headlines this week in a criminal capacity. It's not just a civil investigation anymore. It's criminal. People are going to go to jail. Oh my God. Now it's kind of the merger of a couple cases here. The Manhattan DA had this existing investigation into Trump's businesses on possible fraud grounds as well as hush money payments to two women claiming to have had affairs with Trump prior to his presidency. This is the case that the Manhattan DA has been working on for quite some time. This was the case that went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court cleared the way for that DA to subpoena Trump's tax returns, although nobody's seen those publicly yet or, or anything like that, as far as I understand. The New York uh, AG, meanwhile, has been looking at Trump's business and real estate holdings as part of a civil matter, related to undervaluing property on some forms and overvaluing it on others, depending on what was beneficial for the business. I can't believe that people <laughs> would strategically report numbers for tax no. and other regulatory purposes. No one what does that. Crook. I know. <laughs> what a crook. Okay. So it, this is a historic cooperation reports NPR here because the New York AG and the Manhattan DA, they've been rivals for the longest time. Not just these specific individuals, but the offices is what they're talking about. Now they're working together. It's a historic alliance. And then you scroll down and you're like, okay, but what actually happened? Like what's actually going on here? Well, big questions still loom is one of the major subheadings. Okay. Look, big questions like what? Well, um, <laughs> as of now, it's not clear whether Trump or members of his family are potential subjects of the state's criminal investigation. So the only words of substance we have is there's an investigation quote in a criminal capacity, but we don't know about what that we don't know anything. who we don't know what the evidence is. We have no idea. And whatever happens here, it's probably going to have to happen in a hurry because the statute of limitations on some of these issues that they're looking at is nearly up. And the Manhattan DA's term. What is it? Three years? I don't know what it. Uh, the, it doesn't cite specific numbers in this NPR report, but they are running up against the statute of limitations for some of their investigation areas. Yeah, they'll have to hurry on that. And the Manhattan uh, DA's term expires at the end of the year, and he's already said he's not running for re-election. Now the next DA could pick it up, but that's not a guarantee. And. Bottom line, we won't know anything until there's an indictment. But right now we have no indication that there will be one right. <laughs> for whom or for what. We don't know anything other than criminal capacity, 
criminal capacity, the big dramatic words of the week. And of course, you can conclude based on that. The walls are closing in. The walls started closing in in 2016 when um, they had the Russia investigation that went nowhere. And the, the walls closed more. And the Ukraine investigation that became impeachment that went nowhere. And they closed some more for the second impeachment that also went nowhere. And now these people still need Trump politically. So the walls are still closing in. On MSNBC, the former FBI agent Frank uh, Figliuzzi, I've I've tried to say this guy's name a million times, but he's a former counterintelligence director at the FBI and he's now on MSNBC all the time. He's saying, oh, the Trump family needs to lawyer up because people are going to be going to prison in this case if there's any reason to send them to prison, which is not yet established. But if there is, they're going to prison. My message to the Trump family who are officers in the organization today is if you don't all have separate lawyers representing you on the organization case, do not trust that one organization attorney who represents the organization's interest to represent your interest. It's time to separately lawyer up and realize that you may have different interests than your brother, sister, or father. In the majority of big corporate white collar cases, there's a fine levied. The corporation's trying to get it right. They slipped up. There were some low level people that screwed up even intentionally, and you don't see CEOs and officers go to prison. But in a, in a case like this, if they can show systemic fraud, knowledge, intent, no fiduciary responsibility mechanisms in place, just no one really caring about things getting done right, and if the intent goes to the top, you're gonna see people go to prison. Do you think that he thinks that (laughs) Trump is watching this like, oh, I better change my legal strategy based on this MSNBC report? Thank you, Mr. FBI (laughs) man. I had not thought of that. Yeah, it's uh, he has no information on which to claim any of that. And I I love that he says, you know, typically when you see this sort of investigation, there isn't really an individual who goes to prison. The company gets some kind of punishment. There's a fine levied. There's some sort of regulatory intervention and we call it a day. But in this case, in this case, it's (laughs) going to be different. Well, based on what you have no information, you have literally none unless you have some special connection to James Comey and the rest of the uh, deep state uh, activists working on this or something like that. Maybe he knows something that we don't, I suppose. I doubt it. um, I think that they just have nothing to talk about. Yeah, maybe I, I can't believe I, I it's it's amazing how a, how one sentence can spawn an entire week's worth of stories and speculation. One yeah. sentence is the substance you got this yeah. week. That's it. And the political prosecutions aren't going to end there. Of course, it's carrying over into January 6th. It, it never really stopped. It's That's been the aim the whole time. But the House passed uh, a bill to create a January 6th commission this week, which would be an independent body to investigate the Capitol riot. And the final vote was 252 to 175. 35 Republicans joined Democrats in the House in passing the bill. But as though the day has not been investigated thoroughly enough, in fact, probably too thoroughly at this point. In March, prosecutors uh, called the the uh, the overall capital riot investigation unprecedented in scale. And they said it is likely the most complex investigation ever prosecuted by the Department of Justice. You think of all the crimes <laughs> committed so in the history stupid. of the country. This is the most complex investigation. And yet, what have they produced? They've produced a couple Nothing. of assault charges. We'll get to John Sullivan in a minute. One of the most significantly charged people turned out to be a left-wing agitator who we were told that oh, was yeah. a big conspiracy theory. And no one's talking about it. And he's got additional uh, 
legal action coming against him this week. And the propaganda, the propaganda in the Capitol right is so durable. Obviously, we have talked uh, about Brian Sicknick so many times and you hate to keep beating a dead horse, but they keep resurrecting the zombie horse. It has to be beaten again. The the Today Show in their morning news coverage this week was talking about how, oh, Republicans are downplaying the Capitol riot. And don't forget that Capitol officers were beaten and Brian Sicknick died. Don't you remember that Brian Sicknick died? More than 140 Capitol Police officers were hurt defending members of Congress on January 6th. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick died. Ahead of the vote, an anonymous group of Capitol Police officers (laughs) writing a letter pleading with the lawmakers they serve. It is inconceivable that some of the members we protect would downplay the events of January 6th. But the U.S. Capitol Police later said it was not an official statement from the law enforcement agency. Several Republicans have downplayed the attacks at the Capitol. What a bunch of lying liars. He died of a stroke. By the way, I'm getting some connection interruption right now, so maybe keep the uh, eye on the chat. Let me know if we have some problems, because it looks like it's dipping a little bit. On your end or my end? Yeah, on my end, like the stream okay. going out. Your connection's fine to me, but okay, cool. are they, do they look good? No one's complaining. Okay. It, we'll, we'll hope it recovers here, but it looks like it's having some hiccups. Anyway. I love um, what she said. Brian Sicknick died. True. Yes. But in a totally unrelated stroke. How, totally unrelated. Right. How did he die? Please tell us, how did he die? And it just goes to show that the facts are invented as they're needed. And and Republicans downplay. Is it downplaying or is it actually upplaying? It seems like you guys are upplaying this pretty aggressively, trying to make the most out of it as you possibly can. My stream is not improving. I'm getting a little worried here, but... Uh, they're saying gonna... it's stuttering a bit choppy, but uh, it's going fine. Okay, I'm just going to let it... I'm going to let it sit for maybe a minute or maybe should we do some? Well, you know, we're right on the cusp of a break. So let's talk John Sullivan here briefly, and then we're going to take a break and we'll see if it recovers. Okay. Because don't forget, um, one of the things that is not, one of the things that actually is downplayed about the Capitol riot is the role of John Sullivan. Now, John Sullivan was the black lives matter agitator who dressed up as a, as a Trump supporter and encouraged people to commit crimes at the Capitol. Remember, we watched segments of his stream saying, yeah, break that shit. Yeah, jump in there. Yeah, do this, do that. Is also the guy who got the best footage of the Ashley Babbitt shooting. <laughs> what a surprise. So uh, now federal authorities have seen for that, that footage uh, of the Ashley Babbitt shooting, by the way, he got $90,000 paid to him by various media outlets, including CNN. And he's had um, some additional charges filed against him. But now the feds have seized uh, $90,000, the $90,000 that he got from the networks. Okay. And they filed additional criminal charges against him. Sullivan faces eight counts, um, including weapons charges and felony interference with law enforcement. Uh, In other words, uh, Sullivan has become arguably the most significant individual case of the day. (laughs) And he's a confirmed left-wing agitator. Uh, it, it's not a conspiracy theory. Where's the picture? There he is wearing his Trump hat on January 6th. And you can see him at, at black lives matter protests prior. So in the beginning, this was a conspiracy theory to say that there was any left wing involvement or agitation at all. Yeah. 
Um, it was it was a conspiracy theory to say that people disguised themselves as Trump supporters. And now John Sullivan is one of the most seriously charged people in the day. And it's media crickets about him. He doesn't exist. We don't care about him. Absurd. Yeah, there aren't a lot of felony charges for they, they always hype up 400 people charged. What do they even have? A lot of them are just misdemeanor trespass, really minor ticky tack stuff they have like several that. several felony charges, though? There, there there are several felony charges. I know the assault charges that tangentially involved Brian Sicknick, even though you watch the footage, he's like 30 feet yeah. away. Yeah. The guy sprayed cops. And there were some other people hitting so those cops. Those were felony assault? There are some felony charges, but there aren't a lot. And John Sullivan is now one of those uh, charged right, with a right, felony. Yeah. Or has been, actually, for quite some time. So anyway, um, we should take a break. It might be wise for me to let me just sit tight. I'm going to try a this might interrupt the stream, but I'm, I'm going to see if the uh, if the I'm going to run a speed test and just see like what's going on with my connection here. Uh, do, 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 do. Thanks for patience. You want me to read some super chats? Let's start on some chats and maybe if I actually like. Stop the stream and start it. Okay. Maybe that'll help us out. Or, All right. Yeah, I got like no upload, dude. Apparently we are still live, but this is it's looking a little spotty. What would so, you like me to do? Well, um, short of actually just restarting the stream, here's okay. one. I, I, could, I could try to make the stream... A little bit friendlier bitrate, so that it's not as uh, so it's not as rough on the network. But this looks like it's just my ISP. Okay. So we might have to just power through it. The the, stream, the, the chat still says it's okay, or are they complaining? It's looking really audio's bad. Fine, video's a bit choppy. Okay. Well, if the audio is fine, maybe we can go with that. Um, but the connection is bad, bad, bad. I tell you oh, what, guys. Um, let me. I'm actually going to cut the stream for just like very briefly and then um, I'm going to uh, bring it back. Well, actually, let me get that. Why don't you read a chat or two? I'll get that set up and I'll see if I can try to fix this on the fly. I love that God does not coerce us, usurp our free will or ask for unfounded belief. Rather, he reasons with us. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. God bless you too. God bless you as well. Thank you. Thank you, Holden. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to cut this briefly. I'm going to restart it and it should keep the stream in the same place. So just sit tight. OK, we should be back live. OK, now it's giving me a green light. Hot mic moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me check the stream signal here. Let me say a thing or two about Darian Brown. <laughs> I hope now it's giving me an issue where it's okay. It is sending back to D live. Okay. So I've had to cut the stream quality just a hair. Hopefully you guys probably shouldn't even notice, um, but now it's giving me a green light. They're saying it looks good. Okay. So we'll go with that. Uh, appreciate your patience guys. Sorry about that, but who knows? I, I don't know what's it. It looked like it was on my internet's end, but now it says it's green. So it's cool. All right. Uh, should I keep doing super chat? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, Check in with chat and then we'll keep going with the news. Um, I'm going to open up D Live's tre- treasure chest while I have it handy. Charles, you yeah, says, Matt and I have never made love because, well, we're not homosexuals. 
Besides, the Bible says if we try that, Jesus will come down and <laughs> kung fu off our wangs. That is exactly what the Bible says. Uh, then we'd be sad. P.S. The most goddamn faggy thing you ever seen. Hi, Catherine. Hey. <laughs> Sorry for clomping on your shout out. Hi, Catherine. Appreciate it. <laughs> Daniel Kunkel. The two guards who watched Epstein not kill himself and falsified their report on the not murder. Um, oh, fuck. I lost my place. Oh, there we go. Uh, got off with a plea deal and no prison time from the Justice Department. Nothing to see here. What a surprise. No time. No time. Is that, um, I forget, was he in federal custody or was he in New York State custody? He was in New York State custody. Oh, okay. Well, maybe they're too busy working on the Trump stuff. Uh, I don't know. Pep says, Matt and Blonde, I finally got to see my new granddaughter. She was a preemie and she's so tiny. Ooh. It's so cute. Keep up the good work, you two. Oh, congratulations. I hope everything's okay. Congrats to your family. That's excellent. Graham Godfrey, congrats, Raggle. I know, Raggle Fraggle's engaged. Yes, that's other great news. Yeah. He has tricked a woman into marrying him. <laughs> and I've seen her picture. She's pretty hot. Pretty hot. I don't know. Um, it, yeah, if it's Photoshop, it's a damn good Photoshop if he uh, <laughs> if he faked it. Tyler Hummel. I got my alt account on Twitter banned for saying a certain famous Wisconsin vigilante did not do anything wrong. Yeah. No loss in the grand scheme of things, but apparently that counts as violent content. Seriously? Wow. Pretty soon we won't be able to name drop Kyle Rittenhouse anymore. That'll be gone quick. Uh, Mojack 420. I, uh, thank you for the donation. <laughs> Too dangerous, huh? Now uh, I'm curious. Um, Eric Nervix says, Blonde, I saw your interview with uh, Black Pigeon Speaks. Or Black Pilled. Okay, there we go. I don't think I like this one. As bad as things are, I cannot relate to someone who is so bitter and generally negative. <laughs> <laughs> Too far, huh? I do love me some Devin Stack. He's fantastic. Knuckle Hunky Buck. They just announced Hugh Jefendick is scheduled to come on to Arf Aces next week around this time. I'm sure that's bound to leave. Am I saying a bunch of stuff? Uh, here, here, I can open it. <laughs> I am. I'm saying a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's a trap for sure. So many. Is it going to get us kicked off, though? No, this one's more like pornographic in nature. Okay, good. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Fine. You got me. You know, they clipped that one that I did. Um, So it was so bad. I fell for it so bad. What was it like? My Dixie... Wrecked. Wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. Yes. Okay. Huge offendic. Right. Okay. Incompetent hands 30. I'm um, looking for lonely vax nurses. Not cool to make fake cards, but the left is fine with sex work. So I'm sure we can come to an arrangement. No homo. But I go down so we can all go out. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, Darren Hartford, last one for right now. Thanks for all the hard work you guys do. Still my favorite show after all these years. Thank you, Darren. I appreciate that. Very much appreciated. It's hard to hold attention for a very long time. So if we have yeah. done that, I will take that as a uh, a piece of high praise. Uh, let, um, let's circle back. Yes. Over on uh, DLive. Let's see. ETC. Thanks for supporting the show. And uh, Bry Guy Texas says to Keith. Uh, genetics matter, you stupid bitch. There must be a, <laughs> there must be some debate going on in the chat about genetics, I guess. Yeah, oh, Keith, really? you stupid bitch. Take that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Keith. Thank you for watching. 
Uh, Doomhand, thanks for uh, gifting subs over on Trovo. Chubby Stubby as well. Chubby Stubby is casting a spell and also says time for ML Christensen to finally up- upgrade from AOL dial-up. Um, actually, my internet is fantastic. It hardly ever has those dips. I've had this same connection since late 2017, and that is almost a never event, though you never you never know. And the funny thing about my internet is uh, it's a fiber connection, so it's great. But it took a while to get put in. And the reason I have a fiber connection is because of, of an, an American Recovery and Reinvestment Act grant. Or whatever. In other words, really? Obama uh, stimulus stuff. I, I have thanks Obama Internet. So oh, wow. I don't know. Not that it wouldn't exist otherwise, but. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, so my thanks, Obama Internet has finally uh, caught up to me. But other than that, it's it's fantastic. And hopefully it should. I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. I have an indicator of the connection quality as we go. So if I see it dipping again, we'll get it under control. Uh, let's see. Tippy stream and then we'll hop back into the stories. Let's see. Uh, God, Tippy stream has the worst system for reading, just like just like Streamlabs before it. Okay. Uh, Sid Bahamut says farewell to the greatest artist of our time, Kentaro Miura. I'm going to have to look up who that is. Japanese guy, manga uh, Japanese manga, manga artist. So he was like a fantasy series artist. I'm so uh, unfamiliar with the genre. I, I literally know nothing about it. I, yeah, I don't either. 50 is it like anime? Ago. I, I it looks oh, like well, kind of like comics young. or something. I, I just don't know. Um, 54 years old though. That's awfully young. Mm. And thank you for supporting the show. Appreciate it. We love you. You're very special. Captain Norway says, Zha Zha Ding Dong. Hope everyone enjoyed the Eurovision song contest. Wait, you didn't watch it? Disavow. Now, uh, repent and embrace your glorious European ancestry. 12 points from Norway. Well, there you go. I have no idea what I'm even referencing, but (laughs) (laughs) the Eurovision thing, uh, is that real? Uh, I don't know. Do they actually do Eurovision? As, as I said, I have no idea what I'm even talking about right now. Oh, I thought, I thought this was a spoof thing, but this is real. Like they, they do Hmm. a song contest. Some lesbian thing wanted a few years ago. This sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Thank you, Captain Nora. Capitalism for the win says, hey, everyone in the South, we will be having a meetup in Chattanooga, Tennessee on June 5th at 1 p.m. at the Riverfront Park downtown. Also, there was a poll in the Tennessee uh, BATB Telegram group. Vote whether I should bring everyone uh, Matt's hats for his shop. Um, Yeah, there might come a time when we'd be able to sell like custom items as in like truly custom like yeah. anyone could make them type stuff that i don't have that ability yet but that's not to say it couldn't happen in the future oh here we go here's another connection dip oh no what the hell's going on with this obama internet give it a second let's see foximus says take the money and spend it on something good because at the rate we're printing it it'll be worth only a bag of skittles soon <laughs> if that shadonier oh. says blonde i sent you an email but uh, who do you use for crypto now? It was Coinbase, but they kicked you off, right? I'm finally looking to join the game. Better late than never, but I'm still trying to figure out where to start. Any good resources to learn about it uh, at all? Um, Chris Dunn on YouTube is great. And Gemini is pretty easy to use. Hmm. Probably a good time to be getting into crypto or a bad time to be. I don't, I don't know. I don't this know. dip right now is brutal. Hopefully it's, we're hitting uh, the bottom, but... 
hopefully if you're buying into crypto, you're well, some people, some people like to try to buy in and, um, and try to try to cash out their profits as they get them and try to strategize and become like a day trader. For me, it's like, just accept that it's lost and just hang out, buy in. And then it's diamond hands, man. You hang on to that no matter what. Anyway, we are getting more dips. Should I start the stream again? I don't know. It's, it's bad again. Let's see if, let me read through these. Uh, we just have a couple more. I'll read through these. We'll refresh the stream. Thanks for patience, guys. I'll have to call my ISP tomorrow. Phil says, uh, good ad by McCloskey. No unnecessary, uh, no unnecessary diversity and good visuals of a man standing <laughs> yeah. up for his family. I hope he makes it and goes scorched earth. Phil also says, if anyone has looked for news in the last year and not come to the conclusion that liberals should see a huge influx in population, then they are beyond hope integrating the well integration is going to become a challenge is what phil says you know he's he's very phil is always very careful uh-huh. with his words always love you i watching, appreciate that watching about you phil. um try to finagle your way out of these out of these super chats Existentialist says keep up the good work thank you and chicken fried monkey says is there any news regarding the i doubt it case that you've seen last i saw i think the trial is scheduled to begin in the fall it was one of those trials that was delayed because of rona last i looked yeah. but don't quote me on that we'd have to look it up okay i'm gonna pause the stream wait oh it hit green for a second huh huh okay i'm gonna pause the stream start it up again see if we can get this going stand by Okay, we're trying it again. Do I run the show intro again? Do I play it twice? Well, how do no. we handle this? Uh, looks okay. Just so I confirm, YouTube and Trovo look good. D Live now looks good. So, stand by, and you're but you're gonna have to go to the new chat on YouTube. There's a new one now. Okay, bye because guys. Because that it cut off the old one and it wouldn't take the signal there. Okay. So you'll have to uh, actually that uh, I should take this opportunity to oh, what the, to tweet this out thank you guys uh sorry for the confusion here um after connection issues sorry connection issues stream now live here and we'll go so if you guys have friends or if there are people looking for the stream if you can just direct them to my twitter or uh, otherwise help people out you know th- this is one of the great joys of trying to do this is i'm just one guy and i have to put out 50 million fires while a whole bunch of people try to watch me do it i hope that's entertaining but now we should be live right and yeah, YouTube- that must have been really stressful i'm sorry well at least we're not going to lose the whole show that's the only thing that really stresses me out is if we put in yeah. a full day of of making sure there's something worth listening to and then you can't make it at least live. That's really stressful. So we'll we'll deal with the hurdles. It looks like the connection is good now. Right. YouTube looks good chat wise. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Well then, we shall carry on. And the good news is that was a nice clean break. Sort of. We ended on the Capitol riot stuff. We had some chats in there, but at least we can kind of start fresh on a new topic and carry on. Um. Something went. Uh, I've actually before I. One quick thing before I carry on here, because I don't want to lose your chats later. I lost, um, I lost my D live and, and Trovo chats when the connect, when I had to refresh my router just a little bit ago. So let me get the chats back up so that we don't miss you guys later in the show. And then we'll hop into the, um, into the Andrew Brown shooting here. 
pop out. Okay. Everything's fine. So fun to listen to people scrambling to get things <laughs> running while they're live. Okay. Now we should be good. Let me get this out of the way. I got people. <laughs> I make sure my phone, my, my phone's kind of going off right now. I got Skype messages coming in. All right. I think everybody is good. I think everybody's good. So I can focus on doing the stream once again. Okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit of uh, Andrew Brown because this was a shooting that happened right after the shooting itself happened the day after George Floyd or the, the not the day after George Floyd, the day after the Derek Chauvin verdict. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, it, it, maybe it was amplified by that. Maybe it kind of got lost in that, but there the, the people who were cashing in on George Floyd flew straight to Elizabeth city, North Carolina to cash in on another dead black body. That's what these guys yeah. do. I'm talking about Benjamin Crump. Bakari sellers was uh, one of the lawyers in this case. And <sighs> what happened and, and, and uh, what's his face? Al Sharpton was on scene there too. The, the guy who was shot, his name was Andrew Brown Jr., and he was shot dead by sheriff's deputies serving a felony drug warrant. This is, again, in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. April 21st was the date. And deputies were wearing body cams when they were trying to arrest this guy. But in North Carolina, the footage can only be released with a judge's order. And the judge in this case refused, only allowing the family to see a brief 20 second clip. So, so the they knew this when they came out and did this press conference and stuff. Yes. And I had ah. posted a video about this a couple weeks ago saying, I haven't seen the body cam footage. They have, uh, there's no way this story happened. This is yeah. not at all what happened, but the family had this press conference with these attorneys and they claimed that Andrew Brown was executed in cold blood simply for sitting in his car when police arrived, uh, and just opened fire on him for no reason. There was an autopsy commissioned by the family, and it showed that Brown had been shot four times in the right arm and once fatally in the back of the head. And that the story from the family and these lawyers just never made sense. Obviously, why would police open fire for no reason? Yeah. If they did, why is it that they, why is it that they didn't kill him until he was driving away? Remember they shot him in the back of that. So did they, they just drove drove up on him and started opening fire for no reason, but they missed all their shots until he drove away. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and obviously, why was Andrew Brown driving away during a felony arrest at all? And, and how was he driving away if they started shooting him first? The timing of the claims here just made absolutely no sense. Then it seemed much more likely that Andrew Brown used his car in nefarious ways. Indeed, the <laughs> district attorney had said as much in court. He said that the officer's use of force was justified because Andrew Brown, quote, made contact with officers using his oh, car. Yeah. You mean he hit them? <laughs> well, in fairness, the we'll get to the footage in a moment. It, it uh, Sorry, I, one thing I have to do left over from the... I got to reopen our video share here because that crashed during our network reset too. So let me uh. get that prepped. Um made contact with but yeah the made contact with language when that came out that was a little odd to me because what does that mean does that mean tried to run them over grazed them does that mean actually like ran a cop made contact with is a very odd way to phrase driving a car at somebody yes it is so but that was the language that the da went with and then they had this whole state investigation and on tuesday the DA announced that there will be no charges for any of the deputies involved, including oh. 
the three who fired on Brown. There were something like seven or eight deputies who arrived on scene to make the arrest. Three of them fired. Mm-hmm. Nobody's facing charges. As far as the um, this press conference that the DA had announcing this decision on behalf of not just him, but a state investigation, there's an independent investigation that the state conducts and they decided no charges. But the DA also released a brief segment of body cam footage. I believe this is the same footage that the family had seen prior, but uh, uh, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 percent sure. In any case, um, I have I have. That footage that I'm able to show you, I have to blur the parts when the shots are fired because, you know, Susan will probably take us down for anything otherwise. It's not graphic, but you get an idea of uh, what happened. Actually, I have audio here. Hold on. Get that unmuted, you know, get everything running once again after the reboot. Here we go. So he's in his car. They're telling him to stop. They're surrounding the car. And he hits the gas. They kind of graze a guy and they're shooting. Then they run up to find his car 50 yards away. He's already dead, presumably. Well, what were they supposed to do? Let him go? It depends who you ask, I guess. I, I will be... Uh, honestly speaking, I thought the scene was going to be rougher on the police. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe one of the police actually got run over or, uh, you know, he got, he got seriously hit with the car or something. It, ju- based on this footage, which again, this isn't all the footage, it looks like it just grazed one of the officers, but... Whether you injured police is not the question. At the point that you're driving a car toward police officers, you're yeah. using a deadly weapon. A deadly weapon. Um, if you shoot a gun at cops, but you miss, uh, that's not fine. And <laughs> use of force against you would be justified in that situation as well. Yeah. Not to mention, again, to emphasize, you don't get to just leave a felony arrest. Does that mean you deserve to be yeah. shot? No, maybe not. But uh, I don't you- know. Maybe, though. When you escalate the situation, shit does happen. All right. Yeah. You, you don't get to just leave when someone's serving a felony arrest warrant against you. And uh, and if, they, if the police do just let a guy go who drove a car at them, you can debate whether he was trying to run them over or just flee, but drove a car in their direction. Who the hell knows what else he's about to do if you right, just what let if he him... hits and kills a kid after that or something? Right. I mean, at the end of the day, the only person at fault here is Andrew Brown. And we can talk about whether police should have used different tactics or different strategies. The sheriff's department had said they didn't like the way that this was handled, but it also doesn't Uh, have criminal consequences. What does that mean though? What would the sheriff's department rather have them do? It's not, it's not entirely clear. And that's, that's what I'd like to know. And, and I, the New York times is even worse. I, I couldn't believe it just goes to show you get the facts in these cases and the narrative still lives on in the face of the facts. Headline New York Times yesterday. Andrew Brown Jr. Shooting videos cast doubt on police use of force. OK, uh, you scroll down, you read some of the quotes in this piece. A review of slowed down body cam footage by The New York Times showed that 13 of the 14 gunshots, including the fatal one, were fired as Mr. Brown was driving away from officers. Not at them. Well, yeah, but he had just driven at them. <laughs> right. They, they get super selective. Well, he wasn't driving at them at that moment. At that time. But so he they're had saying just... that the subsequent shots were retaliatory? That's the implication. But again, but what just... if he turns around? 
you don't know what he's going to do and you're talking split seconds. It's not as though he left and you found him five minutes later and you got revenge or something like that. Right. Get a load of this one. As two officers reach the driver's side door, Mr. Brown backs up the vehicle and grazes, but does not injure an officer. Oh, <laughs> how polite of him. I'm sure he definitely did not mean to injure an officer. And whether the injury occurred again, I can point a gun at you and inflict no injury other than yeah. if you want to argue the fear that I instill in you, but inflict no physical injury. Does that mean that I've committed no crime? If I just point a gun at you on the street? Right. Of course not. Why? I, I haven't. I, I didn't injure you. There's nothing to worry about here. This yeah, one. Intent really matters. And in, in, from a legal perspective, didn't we talk about this last week? We probably have numerous times. Yeah. The car initially moves toward the same officer who had been grazed moments earlier. This officer does not move away from the vehicle, but takes a step into Mr. Brown's path. Yeah. Oh, so it's his fault. <laughs> Usually arresting someone involves taking a step into their path. That's really how that goes. You you have to do that to apprehend a person. And the same the same questions that you're asking are the ones that that I'm asking. If that's the case, if 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 it's his path and he's just leaving, well, tell me, would Andrew Brown be justified in evading every single arrest that comes his way? What's the limit there? What's Can he just limit, say, right? no, I don't like this. I'm going to leave now. And they have to let him leave. Mm -hmm. Is that the conclusion that I'm supposed to reach? It, it seems However, so. when I was afraid I was going to get murdered in my house a few weeks ago, several <laughs> friends were like, if somebody is leaving your house, don't shoot them. Uh, you'll definitely run into legal complications if you do that. Yeah. And that's um, somebody in my house. How do I know they're not just going to turn around after they act like they're leaving and shoot me in the face? Well, that's you, how you'd think the, fucking stupid is that? You'd think the proper analogy in this case would be someone who had already used a weapon against you because Andrew oh, yeah. Brown had. So let's say they can't. This guy's in your house, brandished a gun or pointed a gun at you. And then he's leaving and you take a shot. Certainly to me, that's different than a person who but isn't the threat that they broke into the house. Uh, well, I would argue, but not every state, yeah. not a lot of state law would not agree with that for sure. I, I don't know. Maybe there's some stupid stipulation that they're, that hmm. they're grabbing onto from a moral perspective. I'm with you though. Well, uh, that's not the result that they wanted in North Carolina, even though again, it was a state, an independent state organization that investigates these shootings that investigated this one and concluded there will be no charges for the officers. You got the governor of North Carolina, Roy Cooper, a Democrat who's now calling in federal officials to investigate. And there already is, or was there's a FBI civil rights investigation in this case that was opened in April. It's still ongoing. And Roy Cooper says, please more feds bring them in. We love the feds. This is the absolute state of the Democrats, man. You have your own state agency that investigates and doesn't uh, produce the charges or the results that you want. And so you call on the feds to come meddle in your state instead, because you care about your ideological outcome more than you care about the independence and autonomy <sighs> of your state. If you think Roy Cooper, if you think the board did a bad job or this DA did a bad job, you, there are political means within North Carolina to solve yeah. that problem. Yeah. Why do you want the FBI to come down on your state? It's just insanity. I can't believe any state leader is begging the feds, please come tread on us. God, dude, it's just so outrageous. Anyway, um, that that's basically it on this case. The only thing that remains is that this is what happens with this FBI civil rights investigation. But historically, those have produced basically nothing. The only thing that has happened 
I don't think that there's any indication the Justice Department is trying to do this, but recall in cases like Baltimore, um, they did it in Ferguson. The Justice Department does reach these agreements with police departments that makes them radically reform and reshape how they police in their communities. They said they were investigating Minneapolis and Louisville. Will they do that in North Carolina? So far, that is not indicated, but it remains a possibility potentially. Jeez. Whatever. Fine. Fine. Love we'll see how this to- turns out for everyone. First defund the police and then just nationalize them. We'll just have feds do everything. Yeah, love me some uh, schadenfreude, so. Can't wait. All right, I want to talk a little bit of Joe Biden. Oh, what a week. It was a, uh, it was just an absolutely uh, bizarre week for Joe Biden. And and um, I am feeling pretty nervous about my official prediction that he's going to be out by uh, July because I'm nearly down yeah. to the final month. I think he's um, going to make it a little longer. But yeah, if if this week is any indicator, the end may in fact be near. So he had this he had this bizarre quote about vaccination. The, um, as far as the um, the virus and the state of the virus, it was, since the pandemic start, it's the first uh, week or series of weeks that cases are down in all fifty states. Hmm. So this thing is is quickly on the way out. But Joe is still on the stump to make sure that you get the stab. And at a press conference on vaccinations on Monday. Joe had a statement that was odd in um, in a couple of different ways. Here was uh, what he said. States with low vaccination rates may see those rates go up, may see this progress reversed. Ultimately, those who are not vaccinated will end up paying the price. The vaccinated will continue to be protected against severe illnesses, but others may not be if you're not vaccinated. Now, I know what he... I know what he means. It sounds like a weird threat, but he's saying you're going to pay the price as in accept the consequences for the decision of not vaccinating as in right. risk of contracting the virus. Yeah, but that's that's fine. If the vaccine works, which is the whole point of this press conference, that the vaccine works so great, uh, the consequences will not be faced by those who opted against them by getting the right. vaccine. So right, right. all of us who choose not to say, yeah, accept the consequences. Like, I don't care if you warn me about the consequences, at least the biological ones. I accept them. I already I did. I accept them. Right, right. But I, I don't know. The, the, the subtle point there, uh, it's probably reading too much into it. Dave Rubin was talking about this this week, and I, I think it's interesting because I love reading into these subtle, the subtleties of Joe Biden quotes, like when he talked about the most extensive voter fraud organization <laughs> of all time. Was that just a misspeak or did he mean something? In this case, he said, those who are vaccinated will be protected against illnesses, plural. Oh, is this the direction they're going in? Does that matter or is that just a misspeak? With the vaccines covering all the strains. Will there be illnesses that will be protected against? Is that an indicator that there are illnesses coming? Whatever the case, uh, Joe Biden also signed the so-called COVID-19 hate crimes bill this week, which sounds like a hilarious list of Democrat talking points tossed into a blender, uh, which it basically is. The bill designates a Justice Department employee to expedite a review of hate crimes reported to the DOJ by local police departments during the pandemic. So this is under the theory, the, the theory that um, this Rona driven hatred of Asians is <laughs> that the, the hate crimes against Asians are driven by coronavirus. That's the yeah. point of this bill. And what are we going to do? We're going to put one guy at the DOJ in charge of handling paperwork. And we solved it. Amazing. We figured it out. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what, what a wonderful achievement by our federal government. But Joe gave a speech while signing this bill and he became 
oddly dementia enraged. It says we hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Every time we're silent, every time we let hate flourish, we make a lie of who we are as a nation. I mean it literally. Yeah, how else would you mean that? You mean when you were yelling, it wasn't a joke? It wasn't a metaphor? <laughs> figuratively. I meant it figuratively. <laughs> they, they had a press conference and they're like, oh, we need you to peel it back, Joe. Just walk that back just a little bit. I will say at least he got redemption on the last time he tried to quote the Declaration of Independence. The quote then, this was March of 2020, that was the time he said, quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created equal by go, you know, the thing. <laughs> better this time temperament you know was the thing off, but the phrasing was better and then he had this he gave a graduation address at the u.s coast guard academy class of 2021 uh their graduation in connecticut and in the speech biden recycled this joke that reagan used at the coast guard uh commencement the same sort of thing back in 1988 and the joke is about the coast guard being at the core of the navy except Biden's joke was misspoken and it didn't land. And when it didn't land, Biden scolded the audience as a boring class. I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. You are quite, you're a really dull class. I mean, come on, man. Is the sun getting to you? I would think. Next up, we have Reagan delivering this exact same joke, but it actually landing in 1988. You'd have an opportunity when I say that about the Navy to clap, but but being here together. Please clap for me. I have dementia. Please. My Coast Guard aides have been excellent. One of them taught me that, and I quote, the Coast Guard is that hard nucleus about which the Navy forms in time of war. Point of fact, too, Ronald Reagan was 77 at that time. Joe Biden is 78. Not actually that different. Oh, God. Not only that, but Biden quoted Mao in the speech. He was celebrating the fact that uh, women were a third of the class, apparently. And he said, um, there's a saying used to be in a different context. Did it. A Chinese saying that says women hold up half the world, Biden said. That was a quote, or at least a a paraphrasing of that quote is attributed to uh, Chairman Mao. And it was in the context of the Great Leap Forward, of of course, the uh, largest famine in human history. But sure, we'll we'll, uh, recycle those lines because, you know, maybe they're foreshadowing. I don't know. (laughs) I want to talk about this, uh, the steering wheel incident. Oh, man. The now debunked debunked steering wheel and really because it really looked a lot like someone else was driving so they're saying it's uh that's uh fake news debunked fact checked that is a lie apparently but there there was this moment was really weird for a bunch of uh reasons one of which is because it was kind of a throwback to that odd microphone incident a few weeks ago yeah. where it looked like joe biden was green screened onto something and there was weird clipping with the microphones well joe was in michigan at a ford facility and he was supposedly 
supposedly test driving this uh, new electric Ford pickup truck. And Joe pulled up to reporters in the truck. And the exchange isn't just noticeable for who may be driving the truck, uh, notable for who may, may be driving the truck. It's notable for the way the, the interaction between the press and Joe Biden. Uh, Joe refuses to take a question from a reporter before joking about killing her and taking off again. Mr. President. This sucker's quick. How's it drive? Okay, I'm just going to step on it. I'll come off at 80 miles an hour. You'll see what okay. it is. Okay? You ready? Mr. President, can I ask you a quick question on Israel before you drive? No, away, you can't. So I'm not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it. <laughs> I'm only teasing. Okay, here we go. You ready? <laughs> Okay, just that exchange is odd and it's, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, it's so wonderful. They're fawning over this guy. Imagine the Trump headlines, right? Trump refuses legitimate press question. Jokes about killing reporter. Jokes about killing reporter, yeah. Attempts to reenact Charlottesville by missing reporter narrowly on takeoff. This would never have, they never would have accepted this sort of thing, but now they applaud it. Now they fawn over it. Anyway, that, uh, wasn't the real oddity. The real oddity is what you can see here. So as he's driving by, it appears that it's a secret service agent hand right there. And it looks like the hand is on some kind of wheel like structure, but this has been debunked. The fact check showing Biden driving a new Ford F one fifty electric truck. (laughs) Biden was driving it, not a secret service agent. And it's so weird that I, I'm very open. Just show me the picture of what it was and I'll put this one to bed because it does seem really weird. But it was the, a steering wheel. <laughs> all the fact check says is they got a, a statement from Marissa, uh, Melissa Miller, the government and public policy communications person at Ford, says there was only one steering wheel in the vehicle the president drove and a frame by frame analysis of the video by USA Today shows the Secret Service agent in the passenger seat reaching his hand toward the dashboard. But it's clear that what it's showing is him reaching or holding a DSLR camera, not a steering wheel. Now I'm open to the image that clearly shows that, and this could be it, I suppose, but is that what we're looking at here? Where's the clear image? This is the clear, clearest image that I've seen in this article in the USA today. doesn't actually show it. They don't have a screenshot for me to reference. They give me a timestamp, but I don't see the clear image they're talking about. (laughs) Yikes. And honestly, when they fact check what should be sort of inconsequential stuff like this, it makes me much more suspicious that it's maybe real. <laughs> like the, the fact check is evidence of. Of it being a second steering wheel as odd as yeah. you know, if the fact checkers tell me it's wrong, it's probably right. It's probably right. Yeah. Lastly, for Joe Biden, he uh, <laughs> is a great we? metaphor for his presidency overall. He went uh, golfing in Delaware. I think it was this week or just the clip emerged this week. But uh, in a golfing, I'm told that that's the mark of a lazy failed president, except for if it's Joe Biden, then uh, he can do this. But uh, he's he's attempting to golf in Delaware in recent weeks, and he accidentally hits the ball behind him and then just looks confused afterward. Did he hit it? 
<laughs> There's the Biden presidency for you. Uh-oh. Okay. Given the um the gap, we're a little bit behind on time, so maybe I'll just hustle through and uh hopefully we won't run long tonight. Um uh, appreciate your patience, but I do want to talk a few corona items and then hoax hate and then we'll get to the alien review and of course your chats. But uh, we do have to talk um, a little bit of Corona. There's a couple new items this week, and I just wanted to I wanted to talk about one piece of behavior that I still observed this week. Last week we talked about the ultimate cultists, the ultimate evil people being those those adults who take their masks off because Fauci says they can because they're vaccinated, but they leave leave the masks on their tiny children. Yeah. Those are the those are the most evil cultists, I think, because they're actually punishing children. However, there's something to be said for the idiocy of another type of cultist that I observed on Friday night. And I'm talking about the dumbest thing about mask policy by far is the idea that you can go into a restaurant with hundreds of people inside as long as you wear a mask through the door and while walking to your table. But as soon as you get to your table, you can take it off. That's been idiotic the whole time. What the hell are we doing? But I get it. The government says I have to. The business says I have to. I've done it a couple times because they make me and I want to eat. Okay. Now that's not the case. At least in my county, there's no government order. The business that we went to, no order on behalf of the business to wear a mask. Table next to us Friday night, I still saw a guy do it. He walked in with a mask about 50 feet to his table, sat down at the table and took off the mask. And this is what I love because he didn't. It's not just that he took off the mask to drink or eat, which I kind of understand if you're a true believer, there's nobody forcing him to do this, but he still thinks the table is a safe zone. Like he's playing the, the floor is lava and he's on the couch. Like it's a magical safe zone where he can take off his mask going through someone's mind like that. This is, and this is an adult appeasing people socially. Right. And to make matters worse, it's like a 40 year old man with another adult female, but the female didn't do this. Oh, so it's like you are you're into mysticism, dude. You're into you're not just following Fauci orders. You have your own bizarre adherence to this cult of maskism. Yeah. But if you believe this much, why the hell are you going to the restaurant? It was pretty full. Yeah. What are you doing here? I just I can't understand. It. I'm fascinated. Part of me wants to sit down and just ask a bunch of questions. The other part <laughs> wants to walk over and flip the table and tell him to get the hell out of here. If I owned the business, maybe I would. But. You break up with that guy, too. He's a huge pussy. Have you seen that? Have you witnessed a person do that? Oh, absence? yeah. And then I see people still walking outside with masks. I'm like, you live in Idaho, first of all. Like, what I can't you, believe it. What are you doing? There are plenty of places in the country where you could walk down the street wearing a mask and not look like a total retard because everybody else <laughs> would be doing it. Why are you here? We're going to learn more and more about how silly all this stuff was over time. Just like we're learning more and more about where this virus came from, or at least plausibly came from. Last week, we talked about the lab origin theory uh, of coronavirus. and It was gaining steam based in part on um, an article by a former New York Times science editor. We had talked about that. A lot of the evidence has to do with uh, not only the research that's done at this particular Wuhan virology lab, but the fact that some of the earliest, if not the earliest known cases of the virus period were uh, contracted by employees at the Wuhan virology lab. A lot of different pieces of evidence point to a lab origin now. And it's funny because the, the fact checkers are now on top of this. So PolitiFact this week uh, retracted their prior pants on fire. It was a pants on fire conspiracy theory that was debunked. And this was in reference to um, a, a 
a Hong Kong virologist who appeared on Tucker's show in September 2020 to claim that the virus uh, originated or at least could have originated from the Wuhan Virology Lab. That was a debunked conspiracy theory, inaccurate and ridiculous pants on fire is what PolitiFact rated it. This week, they archived the post, they retracted it, and they put this editor's note on it. When this fact check was pu- when this fact check was published in September 2020, Politifact sources included researchers who asserted, asserted the SARS-CoV-2 virus coronavirus could not have been manipulated. That assertion is now more widely disputed. For that reason, we are now removing this fact check from oh. our database, pending a more thorough Ooh. review. Wow, but that's quite the was, admission. I thought it was debunked. I thought it was settled. I thought it was inaccurate and ridiculous. Yeah. I guess the question is, if it was debunked, how is it rebunked? If it was settled, <laughs> yeah. how did you guys come to the to that conclusion prior? It's one thing to say that something is unsubstantiated and maybe a little sketchy, mm-hmm. lacking some evidence. It's another to say conclusively false. Right. Conclusively false implies you have some evidence to make that sort of claim. Mm, it's almost as if science has never settled. I can't believe it. It's so, but it's, it's getting the, the lab origin theory is getting so plausible that even Fauci is coming around to it. And this, I love this because it's not just Fauci's quote. It's the irony of it. Where did Fauci say this? I think the, I think it was today or over the weekend. Uh, he said it. Remember, we talked about this prior PolitiFax fact checking event, United facts of America, a festival of fact checking featuring Dr. <laughs> Fauci and Brian Stelter among others oh, God. and PolitiFact who just got done retracting a, inaccurate ridiculous pants on fire claim a politifact fact checker person whatever you want to call him a journalist whatever katie sanders up on the stage with dr fauci fresh off admitting they're full of shit asks dr fauci uh what was what was the uh the quote here Um, there's a lot of cloudiness around the origins of covid19 still i want to ask are you still confident that it develops naturally and fauci said i am not convinced about that I think we should continue to investigate what went on in China and uh, until we continue to find out to the best of our ability, what happened? So, uh, uh, also I want to point out Fauci. It's not as though Fauci is just open to new information. Fauci last year at this time conclusively said coronavirus could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated in a lab. Yeah. And This officially contradicts the WHO. The WHO had an investigation in China that concluded at the end of March, four weeks long, and it concluded the lab leak hypothesis is extremely unlikely. So Fauci's going against the WHO. Mm. I don't know if he's going to be penalized for that. Mm. Wouldn't that be something? (laughs) Doubtful. But maybe. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, And then the, the horribly ironic part about easing restrictions here and hopefully getting back to normal is... Many of the country's school boards refuse to do that. And even here, uh, our, our county health authorities rescinded mask mandates when the CDC changed its guidance two weeks ago. Yet our school board still voted to extend mask mandates. And the reason how, that's horribly... How can they do that? I, I don't have a kid in public school, so I only have tangential rage, but I'm still a member of the community and a taxpayer and all that. They exist within the county, though. Yeah, County funded. How can they possibly do this? Well, they they have the authority to make certain requirements within the schools, I guess. Not just uh, uh, they have the authority to do it, apparently. But 
what's the reason it's so ironic is is because who's the least vulnerable and the least likely to transmit the Children, virus of course it's kids and yet we're going to keep punishing them and and meddling with their development and growth and acting like we're heroes for doing it when in fact we are screwing up a generation of children and in martin county florida a 10 year old boy spoke at the school board meeting earlier this month considering the same question should we do away with our mask mandate and he spoke to these issues the the struggles that the school district and the teachers are putting him and his friends through and the hypocrisy they exhibit when they do it i expected school to be a little bit different in the beginning but I didn't think it would stay this way all year long. And I was surprised by the rules. A lot of them didn't make any sense to me, like the fact that we were not allowed to play on the playground or have student council or turn to face each other at lunch. And we also have to wear masks outside at PE and on track. And it seems unfair <laughs> teachers take their masks off while, they're yell, while they yell at us kids and that we need to pull ours up I asked my mom if there's a word for this, and she said there is. Hypocrisy. <laughs> Wearing a mask all day makes me feel really tired and gives me really bad headaches. A few weeks ago, I ran into my teacher outside of school. She didn't even recognize me because she's never seen my face before. But I knew it was her because she sits at her desk a lot without a mask on. I know my teacher has asthma and everything, but I understand why it's hard for her to wear a mask, and I think she should have that choice. But I should, too. I have allergies, and I feel really anxious with my face covered. But I'm not allowed a mask break like her. It seems unfair. All this seems unfair, and it doesn't make sense. Breathing freely doesn't seem like something we should have to ask any other people for permission for. Please make masks optional today. It would be so awesome to end the school year on a really happy note like that. Thank you for your time. <laughs> what a cute kid. Of course, he's right about everything. He was what, heavily coached, but I'm fine with that. Uh, probably. But he's also a kid. I, I, I doubt I, I, I don't doubt that he's sincere in his observations there. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And he, of course, he's a kid at the school. This is his domain. Uh, it apparently was not effective. The school board voted four to one after that to keep masks in place until June 1st, a.k.a. the rest of the school oh, come year. Come on. Be cool. Um. And just a reminder, there are no known cases, as far as I'm aware, of, of teachers or school staff members dying of coronavirus after getting it at school from kids. And even if, it, if that has happened, there's no reason to believe that teachers or staff are above baseline risk of just general society for being at school. In fact, school is probably safer for them uh, in, a, in, in terms of coronavirus risk, because, again, kids are not a huge risk in transmitting the virus in that way. But they'll keep harvesting your tax dollars and cowering like this and throwing your kids under the bus. And that's uh, that's one of the reasons anytime I see incumbent on any sort of local ballot, I know I should be more precise, but incumbent is automatic negative to me, given the state (laughs) of the world. Yeah. But uh, you picked up on exactly what I did. The the fact that his teacher doesn't recognize him. That's so bizarre and sad. Very sad. Just broken. Yeah. All right, I will have to hurry because we are tied up against the clock, but I have a couple pieces of hoax hate before the alien review. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? In recent weeks, we have followed the story of the multiple nooses 
or at least noose-like rope knots that have appeared in sequence at an Amazon warehouse under construction in Connecticut. Remember, the first noose was categorically called not a noose by police after police <laughs> were called in it and they investigated. And then subsequent noose nooses reported later were characterized as knots that, quote, could be interpreted as nooses. Amazon has offered up to $100,000 now for information leading to identification Come of the on. suspect and arrest. And the construction company who's working on this Amazon warehouse site has pledged to put all workers through diversity and inclusion training. But there's an oh. update. As of Thursday, Amazon has paused construction at the site until at least Monday, but perhaps beyond, quote, until more safety precautions can be put in place, because now there is a seventh noose that has been discovered. This was reported on Wednesday. And thank you for tracking down an image of this for me, because I didn't as far as I'd seen, nobody had produced an image of what these nooses look like. But we have one now, the seventh noose, as far as I can tell. And the, the image isn't uh a great quality. What you have is cross beams and a rope coming down with some kind of loop tied in it. Is that an actual hangman's knot? You tell me. But I'd imagine it's a warehouse and for some reason they needed to hang something from one of the beams. Yeah, I don't know. I, if this is what we're dealing with, if we're, if we're shutting down the construction of an, an entire facility of this size because someone yeah. saw a knot in a rope like this. This is why China wins. Uh, yeah, they give a shit about stuff like this. They don't even let black people in their country. <laughs> well, and certainly not for a Big Mac. They draw the line there as we <laughs> yeah, really. talk about. Uh, anyway, the, the, what are these safety precautions? It's unclear. There is a there hasn't been any sort of clear th uh, threat toward the site. According to the police department, there has been, quote, no other messages, markings or other forms of communication in or around the facility that would provide information as to any intent or target of these nooses to date. Neither Amazon, the construction company. Uh, oh, no, this was bad information that I that I had. I had to delete this because I thought they had no image. But as you as you showed me, they do, in fact, have an image. It's just. Not great. It's not this great. is this is what we're shutting down major business in this country for is someone saw a knot that they didn't like. We will update the story as it develops. I'm sure they're going to bring justice to this community that's suffering so much by ropes and warehouses. I have another story out of Redmond, Washington, where a good Samaritan says she saved her neighborhood from racist flyers mysteriously placed on traffic lights and other places. We don't see those flyers up now this morning, but that could be thanks to Morgan Prater. He says he saw and removed at least six of those flyers on poles here near 160th and Redmond Way. Now take a look at your screen for video and pictures of those flyers. The text on one reads things like Africa for Africans, Asia for Asians, and equating hate speech with free speech. Another has unverified statistics comparing black and white violence. Messages Prater who moved to Redmond from central Oklahoma in January, says he has no tolerance for. A freshman at DigiPen Institute of Technology, Prater says he took the flyers down to prevent anyone from getting hurt, saying messages of hate can turn into action quickly. He posted images of the flyers to social media, telling King5 he wanted to be louder than the people who posted the flyers, saying racism is not okay. I wanted to make sure that people stayed safe and also yeah. that uh, other white people like me, if, if, or anyone really, if, if you see the posters take them down don't don't let people uh 
say stuff like that or post stuff like that because America's for everybody. He did get in touch with the city of Redmond about the Flyers. King Five asked the city what they plan on doing. They responded and said they're looking into it. Those Flyers are real. Well, they could be. The no, thing they're, that they're real. <laughs> you've seen them before? Is that they're what you're real. telling me? They're real. Yeah. The uh the the he in this case, this, I still have some skepticism, but it, but I'll believe you on the authenticity. I am 100% sure those are real. <laughs> here's the thing. They cite they cite FBI and Justice Department data. Yeah. So that's very interesting because I love the way they presented it. Unverified data. Unverified data. Um, you can verify that the sources are cited. And um the, 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 they they reference uh, the Bureau of Justice Statistics and other Justice Department stats on the black crime rate. That's what's on the flyer. Now, uh, as far as the claim that hate speech is free speech, that is also true as a matter of uh, American constitutional law and American political philosophy. Now, uh, here's uh, I'll believe. You. By the way. That's not a he. <laughs> can, we, no. can we clarify that? That's not a he. Okay. Not a he at all. Subtle. I point like here. how the testosterone is making her break out. Like in the I chair. was wondering. Yeah. yeah. Is that acne or a lesbian beating? Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> you never know which one it might be, but uh, we'll go with acne. I suppose testosterone caused acne. Yeah. Now, uh, the thing, the only thing that makes me find this a little bit odd is that nobody else has talked about these flyers. So this, this person claims to have found six of these flyers in her immediate neighborhood and nobody else has come forward to talk about them. So when the, the headline runs, uh, anger, the, there's racist messages found in the area and it angers residents. It seems awfully coincidental to me that it's strictly in the area of this person and this person found all of them and took them all down and nobody else in Seattle, Redmond, elsewhere is finding these exact same things. That's because I literally had just put them out. I see. That's just, how you know. Just then. Yeah. She, she caught you. Yeah. yeah. Um, they definitely could be real. Uh, it, whoever made put them together, put in a lot of detail, but uh, this does not have any of the hallmarks of a hoax hate, except for the tranny finding them. But those posters are well, thought out and accurate and cite <laughs> some specific data that I may or may not be aware appear on other flyers in and around the Seattle area. They're definitely well, there's nothing, there's nothing as far as I can tell the data are the data it's citing crime statistics data from the FBI, from the justice department. That, that is what it is. You can draw your own conclusions about some of the, uh, advocacy that's presented on the uh on the flyers but i i do i do just as a matter of fact i like it when it's framed uh unverified statistics they literally cited their sources and you know. you're a journalist who could verify them well, yeah do you think that in 30 these, seconds in these hoax hate that they're citing their sources and stuff that that is a little advanced if if this uh if this person Consistent put this together graphics they're they have equal margins. There's yeah, maybe it is very neat. and uncharacteristically neat. They were not legit. even printed on standard paper sizes. Those are totally real. Well, the thing that gets me too is like, why did you, why did this person grab them, tear them up and then put them back together? Like they're a puzzle to show on camera. That's odd. If you want to show she them was on probably camera, probably enraged. 
I guess. To me, it screams virtue points for tearing it up. Look, I'm such a good person. I tore it up. Why don't you take a picture of it so people could see if your intent but was... both things can be true. I mean... I suppose. They could have been legitimately posted, which they were. And she could have found them and then been like, oh, well, maybe I should look like these angered me more than they actually did and get some virtue points. Yeah, maybe that's it. Some of these oh, people crap. are just opportunistic. Here goes the connection again. No. Are you serious? Okay, come on. Hang on. Hang on. It's dipping. Is there, is there anybody else I could dox right now? <laughs> uh, let me try to. Let's see if it hangs on here. It's having trouble. Let me see if I can reboot the stream. Stand by. Don't say anything, blonde. Come on. We're going to send it out there again. Come on. Son of a bitch. I mean, I could reboot the router again, but that's. Jesus, dude. But what three we... shows, it probably isn't worth it. But I didn't do the alien review. We might have to skip it and do it on next week. We can't have three parts to the, to the <sighs> show. You know what? Let's let's just power through it. And we're just going to hopefully you guys can listen to it. And I'm sorry if the connection is bad. Um, we're just let's just power through it. Let's just carry it on in two because I worry, agree. Don't stress. Too many happen. segments is just going to be a problem. Hopefully this comes back and keep an eye on the chat. And if you guys are able just to listen, just listen. Um, and maybe I can maybe I can make it easier. Anyway, we'll just have to go with it. Sorry about this, guys. I'll get in touch with my ISP and bitch about them. But um, OK, let's talk alien because that was the movie this week. I'll be brief about why I picked it. So yeah. I picked it because this is a a strong, competent female done right. Mm. It, I I so seldom see this in film that this is one of the only ones that I can even think of where it just doesn't piss me off that uh, that a woman's in charge and she's not fucking everything up. And I didn't feel like it was forced that like the woman had to be the savior and she was vulnerable in the right ways and strong in the right ways. Um, also, they they don't really show the alien that much. There is one scene that I really hate at the end when the alien is drifting away from the shuttlecraft and it's just a dude in a lizard suit, lizard suit. And I'm like, Ridley Scott, <laughs> why did you do this? Like he did yeah. such a good job of, of, uh, keeping the suspense alive without showing the full body alien. Like I love the close up graphics, yeah. but that shot, uh, really damaged the complexity of the, the, a- the alien in my mind. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I thought it was incredibly suspenseful um, without it being action packed. Hmm. Well, we definitely had some areas of uh, appreciation overlap and given the connection, I, maybe I should just make this an audio thing going on. Let, let, keep an eye on the chat. They can tell me if it's even viewable. I suspect it's not even watchable right now, but mm-hmm. as long as they can hear it, that's pro- we'll go with that for the rest of the show. But I loved, um, I actually loved the sets and the effects overall. Uh, the spaceship uh, scene, just the spaceship overall, I thought was very convincing, not just in how detailed it looked, but how it moved, the way doors had different action about them. And just uh, for its time, especially, I thought that all that stuff really held up well. The face hugger was especially impressive, not just in how it looked, but in how it moved, tightening around the guy's neck and right. the acid, the acid uh, blood drip and everything. Yeah, yeah. The only effect that didn't really land for me was the toothy penis baby alien that that came out of the guy's chest. Yeah, Although the over great. the overall effect of coming out of the chest was very cool. Fun fact: they did not tell any of the actors that they were going to be doing that. Hmm. So their reactions are somewhat authentic. They had no idea that it was going to pop out of his chest. Hmm. Yeah, it was that was really cool. The jump scares, like you said, 
it's it's hard to make jump scares that you know are coming still be effective. This movie did that for me. They yeah. were still unique. They were scary. The cat watching the first death was very cool. Appreciated that. Um, the the hug jump scare in Dallas's death that mm-hmm. image sticks in my head. Yeah. A subtle plot point that I really loved was how science, the science that we're supposed to trust, is constantly betraying everybody. Yeah. So you have Ash turns out to be a robot man who has no regard for human life. Yeah. Mother um, uh, teams up with Ash and becomes an obstacle for Ripley. And it's obviously it's relevant to current times. And that's why I appreciate it so much. But science can be so helpful for advancing human life but if it doesn't value human life first that's a problem the science is morally blind throughout the movie and and um, right. that really hit me as relevant in the current times uh, i also picked up i appreciated not that i'm looking for a female character but i like that they are a female lead but i liked that they did that without shoving it in my face yeah and you think okay that's the difference between alien and the ghostbusters reboot they just mm-hmm. made a good movie and the character happened to be female and that's fine Yep. I didn't, uh, I'm not looking for a female, but if you're going to do it, do it and don't shove do it in it, my do face. Do it correctly, right. Yeah. Now the worst, Lambert, <laughs> the hysterical lesbian. I didn't even know who you were talking about because there's also a hysterical lesbian in Aliens. Okay. So I have that to look forward to when we get to that one. That uh, movie does not hold up. Just an absolutely worthless, insufferable character. She I is. I that was Dallas's woman. I, she just looks like a lesbian. I don't know oh, if she's actually, okay. I'm just calling her a lesbian because she looks like it. Oh, but, uh, but uh, no, it's just, she's supposedly the ship's navigator. I wouldn't trust her to do anything. She shouldn't be trusted to drive down the one-on-one like those lesbian moms uh, who pulled their kid, who put their kids into the ocean. <laughs> That's how I feel about this lady. <laughs> so I was, I was glad that she died of course, but it took too long for her to die. It would have been great if she could have gone earlier. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, the only broadly this is such a it's not even a major point but the movie is slow to start uh and i know that they're setting they're making it tense they're setting the mystery it's over 30 minutes before you see an alien life form though and that's more than a quarter of the movie oh i, I didn't even notice a little slow to start but that's not that's not a major knock uh, overall um I, I really enjoyed this movie i'd recommend it to anybody Great. it's it's five adjacent for me but some of the things that annoyed me just annoyed me enough for me to put it at a four so it gets a strong four okay. if you rate mm, pretty good sorry it's uh uh yeah sorry i have that on my end and then i had the stupid news story playing Screwing up the sound production in addition to a horrible internet connection, but we're doing what we can. <laughs> it's been a rough day for, for everybody. Okay, next up next week is Terminator. That won the vote. Uh, yes. So we will watch Terminator uh, for next Sunday. And then after that, oh, uh, what, as far as the audience rating, let me see. Um, people generally are in the ballpark of where I rated it. Nobody gives it a one or a two. So far we have a strong majority giving it a five wiki. So people love this movie. Um, Very good. 35% giving it four and 7% giving it three. So people are in the three to five range trending or leaning five. So people really like this one and we'll get to Terminator next week. And then the week after that, the nominees are uncle buck, Goodfellas, total recall groundhog day and citizen Kane results currently Ooh, groundhog day has taken the lead. Total oh, really? recall was in the lead at the start of the show. Groundhog day 
is now in the lead. So if you care about uh, picking one out of those five, head over to uh, my website. Just a reminder, if you want to rate the movies, if you want to vote for the next movies, it's all in the columns section of my website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash columns. My movie reviews are in there. And uh, we'll catch up with it next week. But um, yeah, I'm just glad to know that I, I'm capable of enjoying these films. And um, Me too. And I'm just not an irrational hater. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's time for Super Chat. Uh, what What's the chat saying? Is this even a viewable product or should we just go with audio? I could cut the video signal. And we could just listen. Can you guys see our video? How's it's it dropping like half the frames. So. Maybe we should just put out this whole episode. <laughs> <That's not laughs> uh, maybe this is one that you want to head on over to the audio platforms yeah, to, the audio to check platforms. out because I'll be able yeah. to clean it up over there. All right, let's just let's just power through it. And okay, again, my apology and my my patient. Uh, thank you for your patience, guys. Um, over on D Live, has uh, terrible graphics. Just FYI, just I might like that though. So <laughs> bad, like famously bad. All right, I I look forward to that. Um, over on D Live. Uh, buddy says uh, FGC nine build progressing only the bolt and barrel left to fabricate. Check out control That's the 3d printed gun that I want to make in total compliance with federal firearms laws when I get to that point. So good luck. And let me know when you have a finished product or you got something uh, interesting. Let me know how it, uh, let me know how it turns out. Cause I'm, I'm very interested in the technology and the project. Let's see um, over on Trovo C2K says carpool uses uh, carpool usage skyrockets nationally as folk look to fill their cars with <laughs> fill with uh, can I say this with joggers after drinking all day since learning it's cops fault for trying to stop evasive joggers I think I can say that I don't, does my brain not work since having a baby that didn't even register as like a well, series of words that made sense I the joke is in there it's over my head <laughs> and chubby stubby thanks for casting the spell as well it's past two hours my brain is shot and my stream's not even working so we're just freestyling so they're saying that it's dropping frames but it's uh we'll carry fun. on i suppose all right are you good over there yeah boogeyman 917 says i doubt it uh i doubt it too do we have any updates on that case no that's what they were asking about earlier but that's one of those rona delayed cases as far as i understand oh gotcha so it's Jai's- still not a trial I think it's scheduled um, for the fall. It's scheduled for the fall. Okay. I believe um, last I looked. Uh, Jaya says, hey, Matt, uh, may have missed it, but if there are still suggestions for taking taken for the baby's name, hmm. have you thought, uh, has thought been given to honoring your brother and including Wade as part of his name? Uh, yeah. I, I, I was talking about this on Wednesday or, or Sunday. I can't remember. We'll probably be pretty private with our final decision. That's kind of how we feel Bodie about it. Bodie McBoatface Christensen. Bodie McBoatface is a strong contender. Um, that said, I, with at least one of my kids, I definitely want to carry on my brother in some way. So that will be a part of it, but I don't know what that looks like just yet. So, but that's definitely in the works. Uh, Nick 19 says, I'll be pitching two a beef jerky to the wife, but I'll be calling it two a BJ and hoping for the best. Wish me luck. <laughs> I had not thought about that uh, particular abbreviation, but uh, I'm sure the, uh, fine gentleman who runs the company uh-huh, will appreciate uh-huh. that. We I can, uh, that. I can send that his way. Kevin Broussard, a joyous Pentecost. We had our own questionable police shooting. Sharpton came to the funeral, uh, conclude DA gave a phenomenal presser to explain why no charges for LEO Google. I'd love to email the link. Uh, yeah, shoot it over to us. 
I'm going to Sure. This. Yeah. I'm always interested in those stories. Um, Sock Puppet Joe, wasn't Molly Tibbetts family ready to offer another daughter for him to, or adopt him or something? Probably. They well, that, are happy about the wide array of foods that that his people bring. Yeah, what exactly happened? Her dad came out and was like, don't use this as a political weapon against illegals or something like that. Like, he, he I think cared. he actually said something about loving tacos or something. Did he? I remember I remember there were some spicy memes about oh, yeah. him having to choose between. Pff, do I even want to say this? Say no, it. it's, I mean, it's just so hard. The guy lost his daughter, you know, whether yeah. I agree with him politically or not. That's what happened to him is horrendous. That said, he chose to make a political issue of it. Yeah. But the memes were the memes were about the choice that he faced between of holding his politics and at, potentially at the expense of his daughter. That was the themes of the memes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Elucidating. Um. Leif Sandiger says, here's some Dr. F bucks, but Brett Weinstein called it out a year ago on Rogan. Did he? Uh, probably the lab, uh, the lab origin theory. Yeah. I don't know what Weinstein. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or we I always forget. Harvey goes by Weinstein. The Weinstein brothers are Weinstein, right? Um, I haven't heard what he said about the virus that much, but uh, I should go back and listen. Neither have I. Uh, I never watch Rogan anymore. Listen to it. Austin Q, a long time listener, first time super chatter, just graduated with my mechanical engineering degree. That is a real degree. Congratulations. Indeed. And wanted to celebrate by supporting my favorite podcast. Bless y'all. Hope to catch you live more often. Congratulations on not majoring in something stupid. You're going <laughs> to actually get a job, Austin. Well done. Congrats. Appreciate it. Incompetent hands. Tremors without nostalgia is rough. Be patient, everyone. But Matt, if you apply logic to Terminator, I can't be bargained with. I can't be reasoned <laughs> with. I won't well, feel pity or remorse or fear, and I absolutely will not stop ever. Um, it's, it's we'll see. I, I I have a feeling I might like it because I I just have a soft spot for Schwartz and uh, Schwartz and Jogger or uh, you know the, whatever his last name might be. Mm. Um, I like him. I like Arnold. Schwartz and Jogger. <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, so I might have a soft spot for that for that reason. As far as logic in movies, it's not that the logic of the real world has to apply. It just bothers me when the internal logic of the movie world is inconsistent. When the movie sets one rule and then the rules out the window in the next scene, that drives me nuts. And I felt like Tremors did that. Okay. I won't argue with you. Uh, Ovid says, yes, Mrs. Clinton, I'll deliver that sausage pizza to your house in 30 minutes or it's free. Nothing to see here. Long Dong John <laughs> says, maybe this is a kidnapping, a kidnap to order. Oh, or he was coordinating with the the child's birth parents. If could, so, this yeah, guy's going to get Epstein. It's, it seems like there's somebody plotting behind the scenes that we don't know who it is. Yeah. But why? Do you think that the murder was part of the plot? Maybe something went wrong. Maybe he flipped out. Maybe, who knows? Maybe someone else did it. Who knows? Oh, God. This is the worst story. Brooks Neal, there's video evidence of Brown showing up at the house weeks prior to the kidnapping of Cash. Really? Mm. I was unaware of this. And he obviously has connections to the family, as we were discussing. So yeah. it's got to be it's got to be something there. Nathan E says St. Louis mayor asking for input on spending inflation bucks. Google Tishara Jones, federal stimulus. Um, her plans are all super. Uh, 
uh, woke and she's calling it an opportunity for our city to hit reset and grow into a more equitable home. Good. What a disaster. I'm sure it'll work. Good luck. Yeah, really. Darren says, come on, man, do your damn research before you're going to drag my incorrectly spelled name through the mud. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, John Martin. Frank Figluizzi, author of The FBI Way Inside the Bureau's Code of Excellence, rolling on the floor laughing. Excellence, what planet is this guy from? Oh, right. The FBI. I've got a reload. Yeah. It's Let's see. Uh, where'd we leave off at? John Martin. I can find you here. Um, nobody says, I hope you guys are doing well. Try not to let the propaganda get you down. You control your life, your future, and your choices, no matter what they say. Put yourself and your family first. And say... Say, <laughs> I can't read the last part, but overall, I agree with the philosophy of uh, you know, take control of your own life. Don't let people stand in your way. 100%. 100%. 56. Off topic, but my FGC 9 build progress is down to bolt and barrel construction. Haven't done any welding in four years. Wish me luck. Good luck. Yeah, man. That sounds awesome. Really hard. Like I said, if you learn any lessons along the way, tell me because I'm interested in doing a... Uh, a build one day. Dimitri, Dimitri Lilusam. It appears Black Lives Matter was suspicious of John Sullivan because his brother is allegedly a Trump supporter. It's possible this guy is just a professional provocateur and a grifter. He totally is. We've um, we've talked about it before. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a leftist still. He's been at Black Lives Matter protests doing similar agitation and he's given speeches and things. So it's possible that maybe he's just assuming a character to stir up all sorts of crap for that reason. Is I he suppose. an accelerationist? Is that what's going on? Maybe. Maybe. Whatever it is, he is being deceptive and he is urging people to commit crimes. That much we know. Michael Taylor, if you're feeling down and need a lift, look up Sasha Johnson and her Southwark party escapades. Hmm. Yes, there is a God. All right. Sasha Johnson. Tell me what this is about. I'm going to keep keep reading these. Okay. Chief I'll slinging beef. <laughs> <Have> I... <laughs> Why the... yes blonde i am a butcher a butcher of ass <laughs> wow <laughs> why am i laughing so there's no way to transition to this either but um black lives matter activist Sha- sasha johnson in critical condition after being shot in the head in south london this as of Ooh. like three hours ago so there was some sort of black lives matter activist shot by whom who knows is it political in nature is it something else i don't know any of the information on this (laughs) butcher of ass (laughs) (laughs) yeah altered maynard crow and matt my brothers of 82nd from the 101 the 101st screaming eagles oh well thank you thank you and um sorry i laughed so hard at that That appreciate that i should have read the rest of it before i laughed so hard um, thank you for your service, Butcher of Ass. Uh, ben Riley says, McCloskey <laughs> for Senate will be entertaining to watch, but he doesn't stand a chance against Schmidt or Greetens, Gretens. Maybe they could try that, pay thugs not to murder BS in our fair city. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm, I'm curious why you say that he has no chance, and, and I, I'm asking, I'm not asking rhetorically. I'd like to know because I don't know Missouri politics. So if, um, if you want to clue me in on why those guys are much stronger candidates, uh, I'd like to know. Just send me an email. Yeah, I mean, I've been checked out of St. Louis politics for so long that I don't even know that I can opine. Uh, hmm. Eric K., any guests coming up? Viva Fry, Robert Burns, Rakita Law, Eric Hunley are all good options that go on other people's streams often. Yeah, did you see this Veritas crossover with Viva Barnes? I was like, we just had him on. 
All right. Uh, was who was on? Was uh, O'Keefe? Viva on? was talking about the Project Veritas case and was featured by Project Veritas on there. Oh, I see. I he was on Project Veritas. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm always open, and uh, they're all good guys. So, and of course, we had Viva Fry a couple weeks ago, a month ago, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, Eric Alar says the Erona's 5G is messing with your net. Yeah, I don't know what happened. We, this has never happened to us before, or it's at least been a long Something's time. Something's going on with either my router or my internet connection. I'll have to evaluate after the stream and try to get it fixed, but it's never happened before. And you know, it's been a rough show, that. but not just because of that. <laughs> so don't yeah. feel too bad. All right, with right wing death squad engineer Matt and I once made love. Like the stream, it was slow and jerky, and with <laughs> a long break in the middle. Oh. <laughs> that's symbolic good i like that oh. booty 56 second try in this chat fgc9 build nearly finished oh yes you did already send it so let us know if you want us to refund the previous one um and he said check out controlpew.com right on this one yeah if, if that was a mix-up just send me an email i will get you reimbursed ma'am sorry about that long dong john message deleted i don't know if it was actually deleted or if I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was. Sorry, Long Dong John. Holden Mulray. Hi, Truth Seekers. If you could take Wonder Woman's lasso now, one person alive today, ask them one question that they have to answer truthfully. Oh, this is tough. Who would it be? And what would be the question? God bless. I mean, I'd nab Chris Brown and I'd be like, did Rihanna really give you herpes? <laughs> I want to know. I, I only know. have one. I'd be more serious than that. Uh, uh, they have to be, and they wait, they have to be alive today. It can't be anybody in the past. Nab mm-hmm. one person alive. They have to answer the question. And they have to answer the question truthfully. Who would it be? And what would be the question? I should have a better answer to this, but my brain is just so tired. Mm. Um, I would ask, uh, ben Shapiro, did Michelle Fields ever touch your wiener? <laughs> How about that? Both of us uh, really chose wrong. Uh, Evan M said, <laughs> news from Britain. Did you hear about the BLM UK leader who got shot in the head a few hours ago at a house party and is now in critical condition? No. It makes me think there might be a God after all. <laughs> you guys are awful. Disavow. 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 But, so March. apparently it wasn't political then. If it was at a house party, one would assume it didn't have anything or much to do with, say, assassinating a, a political opponent or something like that. Is but it we just don't know. normal normal jogger stuff? Unrelated? <laughs> okay. Eric Burns March. Uh, Joe, what's this pursuit of happiness you speak of? We want to make everyone equal, even if it's equally miserable, signed the squad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Opinions. Liberative said, I went to Winco, the grocery store Friday night. Everyone was wearing a mask. I wasn't, got looks and chatter. But by the time I left, hardly a mask to be seen. Lead by example. Seriously? Nice. You That you can happen. Them. And you should feel really good if you're the guy inspiring it to happen. Once once people tall. see like, hey, that guy over there is not doing it. And I don't want to do this bullshit. They join yeah. in. It's just yeah. nobody wants to be the first. Nobody wants to take the scorn. Yes. So. Black, Blackpill um, talks about a study that, that proves that. Hmm. Uh, and I talk about it in my interview with Blackpill. Check it out. Um, Square Hope says, so if Fauci is contradicting the World Health Organization, shouldn't all reference of him be instantly banned from YouTube? Mm. I think so. He's on the same list as Alex Jones. He has to go away. Matt Sweat or Sweet. Um, the past year has been an incredible gift to want to be authoritarian, regular people. Dave Smith, uh, wish I still had hmm. hope, but feel half this country is past any possibility of redemption. A hundred percent black pilled these days. Opinion. I'm with you, but there's silver lining in, uh, 
in giving up, you know? You don't have to worry about what people think about you anymore to a certain degree, and you can start thinking about your family, and it makes you focus on on what's really important and stuff. There is a silver lining to this. Yeah, if we all agree, if we all agree to reach that point where you're focused as locally as possible on yourself and your family and your immediate circle of friends, I, if you get there through an optimistic realization that uh, that's what's important in life, or if you get if you get there through losing faith in every other piece of your life. Fine. It's still a great destination to reach. <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope that's one that uh, you do arrive at. Pierce Lord Phillips says, regarding COVID and its origin, someone recently wrote, if you see a penguin walking down a street in Dallas, you're more likely to think it had escaped from the zoo or had swam all the way from Antarctica. Ant- Antarct- oh my God, Antarctica. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> it's way too late for me to be reading. <laughs> Antarctica. Um, Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Everybody should be thinking about this. Uh, and the, the lab theory, we were being called conspiratorial when we were talking about this in in February of last year, weren't we? Everybody's March? been called. Con- that's been a debunked conspiracy theory. for, And now it's the leading theory of how this happened. The question is not. Uh, I'll, I'll remind you again. This is the trajectory we're headed on. It's it. We're 50% of the way there in, in realizing that this is that this came from a lab, but the final conclusion will be it came from the lab intentionally released by the CCP in cooperation with the Democrats because yeah. Dr. Fauci funded it with your money and planned it personally. Yeah. We're like halfway, but that's the trajectory. Paid for by American taxpayers. Yeah, yes. the arc is on the way. It's just not fully there. You guys, but I know how enough. to say Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. I just am really tired. Okay? Well, see, I, some people say Antarctica and there's a C in there. So is it yeah. or the second C Antarctica? Are you supposed to say it that, that way? Sound right. I, I've always mm. said Antarctica. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't second guess second guess a person who did. Mm. But but I am retarded after 8 p.m. Yeah. So and pronunciation is not a strong suit of this show. <laughs> Frank Underwood. Fun fact, the real live equivalent to the glasses and they live is an early live check on Wikipedia. Wikipedia, just, God, the, the outrageous stuff that I read. Yet I still find myself use, using it. And I've seen they've they've given a whole bunch of tiers to trust trustworthiness of certain sources now. So even Wikipedia is becoming ideologically bent in what information mm. it's allowing to be cited. Yeah. Yeah. And I assume he meant to say early life check. Mm. That is the best use of um, Wikipedia. Just mm. saying. Knuckle Hunky Buck says, did they finish construction on that new Amazon site? Afraid not. What made them stop? Afraid not. It's a good one. I like that. I like it too. Trent W. Four weeks of new baby daughter down forever to go. Congrats, Blonde and Skag on the growing families. Thank you so much. Well, you as well. It's That's so excellent fun. news. And uh, can't wait, man. Um, uh, can't wait to uh, experience that moment. So enjoy with your family. And uh, thanks for supporting the show. Esoteric Unbound is the last one. A BITB? Mm. Uh, that acronym is beyond my stupid... Libs thought the amazing part brain. was that a woman, not a man, defeated the monster. What they missed was that, based on established Hollywood tropes and being complete bitch, Ripley should have met a bad end. Hmm. Mm. Was Ripley a bitch or was she just doing what she had to do? She was doing what she had to do. I and mean, she was surrounded by incompetent staff that wasn't listening to her. And then she didn't know that the guy was an android. It was, you know, but she is a, a cat 
loving woman, childless woman. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I didn't think too much into the symbolism of the, of the cat, but maybe the cat was prophetic in a way. Yeah. Do love me some Ridley Scott. That's the last one. Let me reload. That. Um, one more from Shanique was stunning and brave. Seems like Tibbet's dad and her murderer. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I got to prepare. <clears throat> Seems like Tibbet's dad and her murderer both appreciate a bit of meat taco. Is that how we're going to end the show? I have some more on t- Tippy stream. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I hope nobody I care about has been watching the show tonight. I'm a horrible person. What have I done? Let's see. Uh, Phil says we always tune in to see tune in to see matt trying to put out fires it's just the fires are normally super chat and blonde calling for heads on pikes keep up the good work well thank you the hamster wheel is running a little bit slowly tonight though um even for the putting out fires fun so we'll have to get that under control much appreciated um monsieur bean i think is how i say this malice is killing uh malice is killing it with his compilation the anarchist handbook on amazon number one politics number three at all number three overall rather would love to see him on the show yeah i i'm I uh, I haven't read his books, but I'm a fan of most of what I've heard him say listening. And uh, I'd, I would definitely be interested in talking anytime. Michael Malice. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I thought you were No, confused. the live chat's telling me that, that Ripley had a daughter. Did she? As in at the time of Alien or is that a future plot point? Well, in Aliens, she picks up a kid, um, a kid that's not her daughter. It's like her, her surrogate daughter. Gotcha. I also did just say, I hope nobody that I care about is watching the show. I didn't mean that. I meant like my parents <laughs> or like my, my sister, you know, <laughs> she doesn't care disaster. about any of you douchebags. No, I, I really care about, about the audience. I mean, this <laughs> show wouldn't exist without, but like, I, I really hope that like Mrs. Pettibone isn't watching this. I or, see. You know, Thank you for clarifying. Or Ann Coulter or something. <laughs> God forbid. That would be so bad. Uh, um, all right, we are. That's it. We're we're through. Let's just get the hell out of here while the connection is even barely active. <sighs> what a disaster! Um, appreciate it, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I'm gonna. If you don't, if you want to listen back later and you don't want this bizarre, multi-part stuttering production, whatever this turns out to be, I will stitch this all together as one clean audio piece. So you can go listen on the audio platforms if you prefer. They're linked in the description and over on the website, mattchristiansonmedia.com slash podcasts. Everything else show-related you can also find over on the website. We got fresh columns, including the movie review bits. We got all the videos. We got all the podcasts. You can get in touch with us. You can shop for a fancy new t-shirt, hat, or mug. All of those things. mattchristiansonmedia.com We'll be back next Sunday if my internet is fixed. Who knows? Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It is the Matt and Blonde Show. Have a good night.